the party leave the safety of the militant town of Kira. With all of its high walls and an overlooking castle. And the sun is still high in the sky, which gives you a good look at the surrounding area, allowing you to map the road ahead. And each of you begin traveling on foot for several hours. Um, I think we see Vita scouting ahead, um, reporting back with very little movement or anything that seems to be any sort of traveling warbands um, or horrible monsters that come rushing at you. The landscape uh, south of Kira is mostly kind of clear plains land. Every now and then you'll see um, thick patches of, of woods in the distance, but for the most part it is... Uh, pretty clear walking you also again have that advantage of the daylight um for several hours um at one point merlin wanders off the path forages for mushrooms and wanders back with an armful of those red topped uh mushrooms that he was looking for but as the daylight wanes you find that your footsteps start landing on harder ground it's dry and infertile the Packed Earth Road is all but gone here. There's not much need for travel between Kira and Nim all the way down on the southeastern coast. The weather remains pretty much the same. Clear today, a slight chill to the wind, more due to the time of year than anything else. But I think eventually there is an arid and endless wasteland that you can see stretching out in the distance and just before the sun vanishes you each can quite clearly see the great mesas known as twin rock two huge um sort of mountains in the distance that punctuate up through that flat wasteland the twin rock is a waypoint for travelers who wish to move off the road and take a shortcut into dandelo it's a straight shot southwest about half a day's travel, a little over, from here to the outskirts of Dandelo. Or you can follow the road for two more days, circumvent the wasteland a little longer and move down towards Nim, crossing a river and following the the path, the, uh, the cart path, into Dandelo. It's up to you guys what you decide to do um, at this point, but you essentially get to this point i think um after the majority of the day i think you've probably been traveling for about six six hours of daylight at this point um and you come to maybe a, a moment you guys can pause put your packs down take a breather um as you come to what is literally a fork in the road are you going to take the shorter route through the um the twin rock or follow the path decisions what do we think well time is of the essence I'm tempted to take the shortest route but that has landed us in trouble almost every time thus far and might make end up making things take longer maybe we take the safe way around we have got out of trouble every time might be worth just taking it. Agreed. I'm inclined to agree, considering some of us uh, still are not armed. Mm. Inclined to agree with who? 
safe room. the short run. Yeah. Yeah. We both we said the opposite yeah. things. Oh. Oops. <laughs> I meant the same path. Safe. I think safety is best. Okay. For Merlin, at least. Sticking with the road? Yep. Yes. So, you begin to move down the... Um, continue following this kind of packed earth road. For a while here, you do find that you um, follow uh, the kind of arid wasteland underneath. Again, the, the, the ground is very dry and infertile. There's lots of dust kicking up, but not so much yet. You can um, tell that further into the wasteland, there will be um, what will essentially amount to sand. But out here... You are moving along kind of a hilly half, uh, half wasteland with patches of grass. Eventually you move off of the wasteland itself and you continue to follow um, a hilly kind of rocky um, but fertile open landscape. The path is very, very um, thin. Uh, and difficult to find in places. Um, if all four of you can roll me a survival check, we'll see what happens for you. Easily able to follow it. Um, 16, 16, 17, 10. Oh, that was another, there was a 15 instead of a 16. Um, you're able to continue to navigate following the uh, the path. There isn't... It's not really a path at this point. Um, in places, there are um, stones that mark the edges of a road. Um, there are signs. Um, in other places, there's sort of packed dirt. And uh, if you've been to Guardia or Rion or Oka's Port, they have um, uh, full roads that are, are stone and cobblestone. Um, out here, you're following what is essentially just trodden earth. Um, the carts, the few carts that might have been using these um, same trails. And uh, you guys are able to still manage to follow that for now, but it gets dark. Once night falls true, um, it gets a little more difficult to maneuver your way to ensure that you're you're focusing um your travel heading towards uh nim at this point because that's where the road goes and who would be scouting ahead i think the most item might be because i have devil sight so i can see in the darkness for 120 foot completely normally so i think here maybe i would yeah it's not all about sight though no. sometimes it's about perception is uh all of your senses your ability yeah. to hear things um or even smell things in the darkness I think, would we both be doing it like walking ahead together yeah you can be yeah, that works. i mean it doesn't matter who is doing it i'm just curious if anyone is sort of uh prioritizing that over anything else i would be all right, having you can, experienced what happens when you don't. Both give me uh, perception checks. Uh -oh. <clears throat> and then, uh, I guess, fire roll me a d10. Oh, no. 
Eight. Hmm. And then roll me a d100. Okay. What if I oh, would no. rather not? 83? Brad, you, you just said, doesn't matter who's doing it. Then call for a bunch of rolls and say, hmm, after each one. <laughs> I'm scared. Maybe 83 is good. I don't know. You tread on something. It crunches underfoot. Um, <clears throat> you lean down and you find a piece of folded cloth that is tough. When you unfold it, it turns into a stylish cap. Oh, shit. Hmm. What does it look like? Have you seen Bloodborne? Mm-hmm. You know that thing he wears that's kind of closed mm-hmm. in at the front? Oh, that's so cool. Looks exactly like that. Oh my gosh. Uh, I will put it on without thinking about any possible consequence and turn around to model it for my friends. All right, roll me a performance check. Okay. <laughs> oh. Look amazing, isn't it? It's so right, impressive. She comes wandering back. And everyone's forced wow. to slow clap. Amazing. Wow. Thanks. I found it. I stepped on it. That looks far too nice. I've just been left out here. Well. What? What do you mean? Do you think somebody dropped it? I'll look around. I've probably probably just my imagination. Normally, if we found stuff laying around in the desert, I'd expect it to be beaten up, broken. Finders keepers. Yeah. Mean investigation check. Fire. Anyone? Any fresh uh, tracks and stuff on the road? Uh, Survival check. Uh, so investigation eighteen, survival seventeen. Um, you're looking around for cart tracks and um fire. You start looking around to see if there's anything else here. Um, it does seem strange that this hat would be here. When you um get a little closer to the ground and you let both of your dark vision um eyes adjust and look through the area, you do get the sense that probably a cart travelled through here ahead of you today. Um, this doesn't there's no body or anything weird or uh, anything uh, waiting this isn't attached to like a piece of fishing wire and it's going to lead you into a cavern where there's a bunch of goblins waiting or anything if anything you get the sense that this probably fell off of a cart that's traveling ahead of you that one of the carts that you know to have led out of Kira earlier on that day and probably heading down towards Nim um, maybe Dandelo the uh this probably fell off the back of a cart today. Does it look this like it would have fell off the back of a cart today? <laughs> Does it look like it would have belonged to anyone in particular, like a, a certain sort of worker? Or was Guinness um, wearing a hat like that? Fancy. <laughs> Guinness was wearing a kind of a wide-brimmed hat, a bit more like mm. a okay. black cowboy hat. Um, no, this is just a—it's a stylish hat, but it's—it's it's made out of cloth, so it wouldn't be necessarily a. a high-end wear or anything like that this is just a, a a common hat it's a hat get a free hat nothing crazy I... no no um where's the trap 
What is it? <laughs> Can I take it off? Yeah. And put it back on. <laughs> Merlin, give me an arcana Probably check. Just... Oh, I was actually maybe going to detect some magic. 23. It's not cursed or anything. Merlin looks it over, gives it a sniff. And, uh... Yeah, pretty sure it's just a cat. I don't believe you! <laughs> it's made out of human flesh, isn't it? Very normal. It's probably just fallen off the back of a cart headed this way earlier. Trying to guess. Now, I don't detect any magic from it either. It's just a plain hat. A very nice mm. hat. You know Literally our plain hat. You could sell it. You know our travels thus far have been exciting when we panic over a hat in the dirt. Mm hmm Do but... one of you want it? I don't know if I wanna be if I wanna wear it. Oh no, when it turns into some sort of demon and starts eating from the head down. Mm. <laughs> by yeah. all means. I kinda just gesture at my honestly. <laughs> yeah, we could. Hey, oh, I I'm maybe. already covered. I, I got a hat. Okay. Um, but but thank you. Alright. Um, the area that you're in is quite, um, uh, quite flat with a, a little hilltop that you find yourselves, um, kind of investigating, looking around when you find this, this, uh, cap. It might be a decent place to, uh, camp for the night if you are going to, uh, stop and camp and rest. How long have we been on the road now? Um, this is probably about eight hours into your, um, day of travel. Uh, it would be, and I have the exact hours. I'm keeping an eye on them because Mr. Arias is waiting for you. Uh, you left about 11 a.m. this morning, so it's about 7 p.m. Um, it would have gotten dark about an hour ago. Do we have a sense of like how far along we are? Are we like halfway there? Uh, you'd there be shorter? on the, you'd be, I mean, on this map, uh, you would probably be somewhere about here. Hmm. You have about... Gotcha. Do, do we have to go, do we have to go all the way to that? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. The road as opposed to the two. Correct. You're following the, the, uh, yeah, if I... Take the nose snapping off. Following this road, in fact, I'll do it on this one because uh, in chat can see too. So following this road here, eventually it will lead you down to this uh, this bridge, and then you'll be able to follow the the traders' road into Dandelo as opposed to wandering through the the uh, wastelands without um, signs and guides and uh, stones and things that let you know that you're on the right course. Hmm. <clears throat> And mm. I didn't even notice. Like, I heard your description of the routes, but it didn't register on the map that I can actually see it. That's pretty cool. Mm. Um, how far to Nim? I'm it's going to be like a whole other day's travel, right? So even if we push through the night, we're not going to make it there in time. Um, is, what is what is this? Do we do we have any idea what this spot is right next to the bridge west of Nim? You might I see houses. Um, yeah, just a little uh river. Um. Uh, set of uh, homes and houses just a tiny little off shoot town very similar to how Grant's Refuge was not really anything but a small cluster of houses just unnamed um, kind of a subset of Nim um, that belongs to 
fishermen and people that run up and down the river uh, on small rowing boats and canal boats um, collecting and uh, fishing. Um, there's actually a decent amount of fish and dried fish and things that you can find in Dandelo and Nim um, because of that, not because of any deep sea fishing. Deep sea, so bigger ships, um, large, there, you, there are no real huge, huge ships um, at all. There's, there's Naval things are a waste of time. And while some people have gone off on uh, larger, larger ships, sloops, and, and maybe something as large as maybe a caravel, for the most part, um, it's kind of pointless. Go out too far and you're in the mist and you'll never see it again. Um, deep sea fishing doesn't really provide a worthwhile catch outside of maybe Gafreda has it. Um, between Guardia, Regis, Regis is the uh, is the fishing place to go to. They do actually have some good naval things going on. Um, but there are traveling ferries and ships that will take you from Guardia, the mainland of the Dark Realm, over to Fenis Timorosa, which is where the tieflings are from um at some point fix would have taken a ship probably from a freight down to guardia um and then traveled that road in the couple of weeks before the campaign began um but really most fishing actually comes from the rivers and lakes uh nearby the towns as opposed to what we might understand to be more traditional um uh mm. sea fishing so Nim and uh, even Dandelo have a decent um, amount of uh, fish and things like that. However, that little fishing cluster of houses is a little bit off of your route. Um, you're adding hours to your travel to Dandelo to go there. Isn't it right on the road there that we're following? Yeah, kind of, but this isn't an exact accurate map. Right, so we would just be cutting straight down here, right? Yeah, it would just okay. be, a, you'd, you'd be taking an extra couple of hours to go over towards that village when you could just not and go straight over the bridge. Right, well in that case. If you're in trouble and something huge is chasing you like a dragon, then you'd probably want to run to the village maybe to see if there's anybody there who can help. Um, so but... we can destroy the village as well. Yeah, I don't know. There's, they've probably got some <laughs> basic walls and uh, things if there's something rushing after you. But um, I'll withstand a dragon. Yeah, you guys probably are the people that they would run to if there was a dragon. So you're not the type that would normally <laughs> run to it. But if you were a trader, for example, you might want to push on to that town if something was harassing you on the uh, mm -hmm. road here. But for you guys, it's kind of pointless to head that far along to Nim and the little uh, little fishing village there. Okay. So the choice is we either rest here in the uh, thought that there might not be a better place to rest up ahead or we carry on and hope. Mm, I've you... not actually been there, but... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, if you push all the way uh, through the night and then push all the way through the next day's travel to Dandelo, you'll probably suffer a level of exhaustion. Yeah. There might not be anywhere safe over there to rest. Hmm... Honestly, setting up camp on this side of the river before we enter the desert is probably the safe play, uh, and the smart play. Yeah. I can't think of any settlement within walking distance of here that we'd be able to make it to before midnight at the earliest. As much as I hate the idea of wasting time, I think this is sensible. What do you think, Merlin? 
I think it would be best that we do rest here for the night, considering, yes, there there is water nearby. Yeah. Okay. Let's set up, let's set up shop here, then. So, you set up a little camp. Um, let's see. Yeah. Let's have... Fix Romeo D12. Mm. Five. A five. Um, where are we? So, um, yeah, you guys probably find a decent uh, area to set up this camp. Each of you taking watch overnight, maybe a, a low fire to to um to keep you guys from freezing because it would get very cold. Um, I assume people would be uh. Eating a little snack, having a drink, and resting. Merlin, you did forage successfully today. We did it just before the show began, but uh, you can... Let's see if you can craft a uh, potion. So you successfully foraged. Um, roll me a medicine check or a herbalism kit check. Wow. Died. A nine is you the lowest poison. you can get. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, at some point in the night, you see Merlin sitting up. Um, he brings the herbalism kit out, unfolds some of the things, brings out the mortar and pestle, starts grinding down the mushrooms, boils some water, puts the ingredients together. But there's something up, um, Merlin. This uh, You begin to um, create this potion with these mushrooms. They're freshly plucked today. They seem like the right mushrooms, but in the process um you spoil the ingredients or you mess it up what do you think happens um i think i got a little too comfortable and um i i i messed up something in the uh, the recipe maybe i didn't grind it up clockwise as it as it usually is maybe i went counterclockwise today yeah no it just wasn't feeling it i guess yeah messed it up you can tell once the um potion comes together at the end that it hasn't um it doesn't come together correctly something is um is wrong with it and uh it would not be advised that anyone use it as a healing potion you're pretty mm -hmm. sure if anything it's going to make them sick to yeah, uh I to would, drink it i would toss it right over your shoulder you can forage like again mess up you can forage again tomorrow to try and find some more, but you failed this one and you spoiled the uh, ingredients. Um, you do have some other things you can make, though. So since you're here, what do you remember what you guys bought? You bought some ingredients for, like, um, potions of... Uh, it was like an oil of sharpness, I think, and uh, potions of uh, water breathing, no? Mm, yeah. For all of sharpness ingredients, we got five leaves of gillyweed and three mushrooms. So... Assuming they didn't get stolen <laughs> with everything else. Oh yeah, all your stuff got stolen. That's yeah. why we didn't do it. <laughs> uh, I remember now. That's why you don't have any of your stuff. You probably didn't even have a herbalism kit. That's probably why you failed. Let's say that's why you failed. You're missing a half of the bits that you usually use to uh, 
to craft these things. Also, you guys, yeah, you just have like bits of chicken that you're cooking, right? As well, you don't have um your usual things uh with you, like pots, pans, or um items that would make this basic camping better. In fact, you probably don't have anything really nice apart from your own clothes and things around you. So regardless of the fire, it's probably a chilly and uncomfortable night. Um, I thought they just took our valuables. <laughs> they took oh, they took everything. <laughs> well, they didn't take everything, but I feel like you like that's why Merlin kind of going through these things realizes they took some of the like, like tweezers are probably hard to come by, <laughs> you know? So they're like, oh, that's good. I'll take so those. So hard to come by. Um... So you're probably missing certain things. You probably still got like a blanket or something, but it's, I doubt this is quite as comfortable a camp as you normally experience over the night. That being said, there isn't anything that comes rushing out at you in the night. No creatures, no other people. Um, you don't find any other items or anything like that. But um, can we can we try to go hunting for Merlin before we enter the desert? Yes, so that please. we don't end up. Yes. <laughs> we can do that okay. on, uh, yeah, the next set of um, rolls. I mean, the, the next day rolls around. It's morning, but not daylight yet. Um, it would still be quite early, I presume, um, since I'm going to be a little bit more um, specific. We're keeping track of time. That was about seven at night, so probably need to... Who needs the longest amount of sleep in this group again? Um, I don't. I don't think I have any modifier to my sleep so it's the normal Same. eight hour rest you got to do the full eight um so is merlin uh, rest now or did the rules for that change i don't think merlin needs to rest uh i can't remember what he has to do i think he does have to do some sort of like muscle rest so that he doesn't just fall apart let me remind <laughs> yeah, myself I would, I would think so. what he yep. can do these he's more about making sure that he keeps um fed um he has to eat dead flesh he has to have at least one mouthful of brain. Um, at one point, I imagine you probably just pop a, a chicken brain in his mouth. Um, mm. Keep him from uh, creeping over to one of you in the night. But yeah, I don't think he... Um, I actually don't think he does need sleep, technically. Um, you probably can sleep, but I don't. But it's not a thing that is like necessary mechanically. Um, he and fire can both just sit there awake all night keeping watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but he Bruce was working rock, on paper uh, cylinders for eight hours. <laughs> he was working on his uh, things instead, so that's kind of a thing. Um, ultimately, I'm not even going to make you roll for it because nothing's coming for you, so it's just a waste of time. You're okay. It's meta, but you got, we can assume that each of you is taking a watch, but mechanically, you don't need to actually roll anything. Um, uh so it's it's actually probably in the middle of the night it's probably like 3 or 4 a.m by the time you guys um feel rested enough packed up and begin heading out again um for what is essentially the next day's worth of of travel um we'll say it's about 4 a.m once everybody's woken up and um begins moving out again so um who here so Merlin, I assume, will forage for mushrooms. Who wants to hunt? To make sure they find something with brains for Merlin to eat. And if you're good I at will? hunting, that would be a survival check for the record. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Um, we can have... Uh, <laughs> yeah. We go together. 
Um, and then, uh, all right. So let's have, um, wait, you're both doing it? Yeah. Mm, yeah, sure. We're partnering up. I don't think there's anything else I want to do. No. Um, Vita can scout for you. So give me a perception check from Vita. Everyone else give me survival checks. Will, I'm just going to put you on uh, making sure that you're on course. Yeah, I'll uh, navigate and try to keep an eye out for ambushes while they're doing that. And I will lead us in a circle <laughs> with <the> five. <laughs> and, oh, well, no. you'll be very pleased to know that five is the DC for this because you're on a path. <laughs> oh, so perfect. you're okay. Nice. <laughs> um, fire and uh, fix. Um, all right. Let's see what you come back with. Um, roll me uh, d6. Oh, damn. You're going to eat well. Um, huh. That hat. It's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Clearly a bard's hat. <laughs> Something uh, out there. Now, where are you? You are between Kira and Nim. So, um, I think you guys come back with a boar. Like a, like a, like, it's, this is not a huge thing that the two of you are carrying. It's a small, like, piglet-sized thing that you've got, like, a, a little guy. Um, but it has brains. And, uh, you can see that it has, uh, between the two of you, you probably expertly found it, uh, tracked it was able, maybe Fix kind of um, ran it into Fire's path who very quickly and deftly put an arrow through its heart, bringing it back to uh, the the path as Will and Merlin are moving along. Merlin, um, by the time you guys, you two return from this small hunt and catch up to the other two, um, you see Merlin is kind of uh, uh, holding another armful of the appropriate mushrooms. Every so often Merlin scurrying off the path into the, um, the kind of grasslands and the underbrush his uh, butt moving into a bush before at the other end of it he comes back out and he's got another mushroom to add to the pile um will uh it's not easy to follow the road um again really because this is just a matter of uh um finding a very very uh rarely used trail but a trail that it, it is there um for the rest of this day um you're able to manage to keep everybody on track um, Vita rolled a six, however. So roll me a d12 fix. Oh, goody. That was such a very nice way of telling oh. me I managed to follow a path on the ground. <laughs> yeah, but it's not really a, it's not a road. You guys aren't on a highway here. You're on a, uh, you're on like a, a, almost a woodland trail for like half of this. And just like, a, you're in these open fields and plains. So it's just a matter of finding, um, it, you're almost doing tracking um finding areas where you're like oh clearly a cart came through here from somebody who's very experienced at taking this route so we're still on track you're probably able to use the sun and things to make sure you're on a, the right bearing every now and then you probably come close to an area that um gives you the sense that you're closer to that river as well um a d12 on a four um vita doesn't spot anything but it doesn't mean in, that nothing is there um that being said nothing attacks you Mm -hmm. um, but you also don't find anything if there was something to find. Eventually, Will, you um, spot in the distance the river. You also see 
across the river is a pretty new looking stone bridge um you guys probably move um off the road and and start just making a little shortcut across the uh open fields here towards where this bridge is and as you get closer you can see it's quite wide it's wide enough to fit two carts across it um the center of it kind of cobblestone built the rest of it very plain mason stone but still well made and sturdy um it actually looks pretty new and clean and well kept um the river underneath it is is running um no fish no not a lot of wildlife in the river underneath this this bridge um but there is algae that crawls up the side of the the bridge um it almost completely um dissects uh maybe about a 30 foot river here but on one side the side that you're on is a field with uh flat grass but yellowed and green um on the other side you can see in the distance that that grass very quickly begins to disappear and turn back into that uh open wasteland just the dead and infertile land that's around dandelo and coos to the south and um yeah you're back on this road however the road coming off of the end of this bridge on the other side of it is once again that kind of packed dirt at the sides of this packed dirt road along that kind of inter infertile land is uh stones and huge um carvings with uh dandelo written in several languages in rocks and things like that once again you're on what feels more like a main road the type of thing that somebody would travel um Kira to Nim to Dandelo is is no man's land. No one really needs to bother with it. But Oka's point to Kira to Gafreda, Rion to Dandelo to Nim over to the ports, you'll see a lot more traffic. So you're back on a pretty easy to follow road once again. Um, that being said, you've still got like maybe a full uh, day and we would be on the map uh, over to about here now. Um we'll say like like this and you've still got to do uh like about a full day's travel so this would have been another eight hours or so normally i wouldn't calculate this this much but we're on um active time limit because of uh Arias, so i'm tracking the movements a little more specifically because we also know that uh young Arias is out there um doing things and actually probably around the time that you first spot this bridge and point it out to the others and the rest of you start to move over towards the bridge um fire with a boar hanging over one shoulder uh the sun begins to rise you're noticing about six hours of daylight um so you've probably got five or six hours of daylight ahead of you that being said um you've still got like a full days worth of travel so you're looking at somewhere between uh 15 to 20 hours of uh travel ahead of you what's the plan as you come to the bridge the bridge is a great place to camp but it also you lose the daylight is there a troll under the bridge there is nothing under the bridge you're at the bridge <laughs> okay. you're on the bridge you're looking over it um that was a fair question yeah no <laughs> in fact there's no one or any there's nothing here uh it's actually quite barren of wildlife um we've not been traveling that long since morning right so setting up camp here would probably be a bit of a waste it's about midday you've been traveling since 4 a.m okay so it's... we've done the full day here yeah 
He took the safe but slow route. So I'm jumping forward in like eight hour bursts. And it would be how long till Dandelow from here? Like a whole day and a half? Pretty much. About another 15 to 20 hours, depending on what you do or how quickly you go there. I've never camped on a bridge. First time for everything. My only concern is only noon. I feel like we've still got good traveling hours ahead of us and maybe we should keep moving. Well, not everyone here is decaying. I, 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 well, I don't know for how much longer I'm going to stay intact. Okay. How, how's the finger holding up? It's actually quite good. Whatever what? you did certainly made it a little more sturdy. Okay. What ha did you, what happened? Oh, my, my, my pinky uh, fell no, off. It, um, I, it no, it just no. needed reinforcement. There was no, it, 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 was, it didn't really fall off. It was like, you know, just sort of. No, uh, looking a bit loose. That's all. Yes, so I it was kind it was of loose. Yeah, loose. Made it, yeah, you know, like um, you know, maybe broke it or something at some point. You broke it, and you didn't tell me. Yeah, just uh, you know, like like a hangnail. It's it's no biggie. Yeah. I didn't want to worry you, fire. Mm -hmm. We fixed it. We fixed it. A hangnail that makes your finger nearly come off. Yes, I get really bad ones. Always, or I don't remember that happening. I I think Before. it's you know just ever since I uh, died. Your nails never stopped growing. Became unalive, I think. Well, the important thing is we're on top of it, right, Merlin? Exactly. That's fine. Okay. I mean, if we rest here, we can try and fish, I suppose. Do we have fishing poles? No, is there we even any fish in there? Something out. Oh, Probably. I can bow fish. It's always the first time for everything, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, if we carry on, will there be somewhere to rest in the desert? Not that I can remember. Yeah, this could be our last, uh, our last rest before resting in the desert is the only option. Well, we could rest here until the evening, and around seven or eight, head out again and travel overnight. Much as I hate the idea of traveling out there in the dark, you never know what things are lurking out there, but we can't afford to waste too much time. I'm with you there, Will. But I suppose the bridge probably is the last place we're going to get a safe spot to rest before we make the trek across the desert, so settling down here is not a bad idea. That and maybe relax a little. Who knows what's out there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll actually catch a fish. Let's try. Who wants to go fishing? And how are you doing it? Because you have no stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Um, I would like to create 
an illusion of some sort of wall, I think, in the middle of the river. And I want to try and like corral the fish towards the wall so that fire can then bow them. Have you ever been fishing in real life? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. I don't All know right. if they were smart enough to can like I? stop. Maybe they are. I mean, there could be some weird fish in here. We've got owl bears <laughs> in the world, so maybe exactly. there is some like brain Ooh. fish. Mm -hmm. Can I attempt dynamite fishing? You <laughs> you have some dynamite? What do you have? Spells? I can I can cast thunder wave. Oh, and no. just, like blow up the <laughs> Yeah. I uh, was gonna fashion a rope into a string and try actually fishing, but if, if we're going to just blow it up, then that's yeah, jeez. I, I think I think Will would wait on blowing up the river to see if conventional fishing works first, and if it doesn't, after an hour or two, like, all right, I'm gonna try this and just like blow up the river. All right, who's trying conventional fishing and also creating illusionary things? So, well, I'm gonna go apple bopping. Like I'm, I'm gonna you're try just... and, and catch them with my mouth. Yeah, you're going yes. down and getting in the water and waiting yes. there, and if you see one, you're just gonna bite at it. Exactly. Okay, and what are you crafting, fire? So you're the only one making an actual fishing rod out of something. Yeah, I want to try to take apart a bit of my rope to make like a... Oh, wait, I actually have string. Oh, then I'll use string. For what and... it's worth, I will assist trying to create the thing. I don't have any parts, but I can at least lend a pair of hands. String, yeah. and what do you got for... Like a, a hook pole? or... A hook, um... I have, I have ball bearings that I could use as like... Yeah. But... Mm, Kinda. Yeah. I forget what those things are called, but you like clip them yeah, to Yeah, you the, clamp them yeah, over yeah. your string. Not that that's what a ball bearing is, because somehow you need to break that open Listen. with your super <laughs> phenomenal strength. But I will allow it. Somehow you you could probably tie a thing. It's probably a nightmare to do, but you got you're resting. Yeah. That's the point. So maybe I'll take like an arrowhead and try to use that as like a hook. But that's very big, probably. Okay. Hmm. Then um, I'll just try that. Then, please roll me a survival check to see if you can actually craft a working. Fishing rodish. Mm. Yeah, we'll call it a fishing rodish on a thirteen. <laughs> um, what you're trying to do is, it, I mean, you're on a bridge, so you can probably just br drop the sh the string off the edge with your mm -hmm. um, kind of makeshift fishing tackle on the end. Do you have bait? What are you using as bait? Uh, I have a ration. I was gonna just maybe rip up a little bit of whatever yeah. something that smells strong and throw it yeah, in something. there. And uh, yeah, I think you sit on the um, the top of the thing, um, on the top of the bridge. Merlin, give me a perception check. Fix 20. creates an illusionary wall, and I'm not gonna lie, it does nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fix would know more about fishing than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> And, uh, okay, so, you know what? We're going to just stick with Fire and Merlin for a bit, even though you two are helping them. Um, what okay. it really does is negate the extreme disadvantage because there's very, very little fish in this <laughs> river. Um, both of you roll me 
dexterity saving throws for when you finally see a fish. <laughs> Merlin. Boss in the water. First of all, Face plants Merlin, what happens on that fail? Oh, no. Um, well, I guess Merlin would see a, a really nice big one, and he's, you know, he's, he's getting ready to pounce, but, uh, well, he miscalculates, and he falls in. Absolutely. Falls in, pass over tit, the, into the water. This is not like a rushing river. This is a slow-moving thing. Um, it's probably, at the, at the center of the river, it's, a, it's, again, it's like 30 foot wide, so at the center, it's probably not the type of thing you want to really um, fall into, but we can imagine that you've kind of rolled up your trousers and you're on the edge somewhere kind of um dipping around you go you go in there's a moment where probably everyone laughs at merlin as he comes up um beard drenched in water no fish in his mouth at all uh wiping off the he excess water some water out however fire you do feel a, a bite um and you whip a uh, a fish up you fight with it for a moment but since you're in kind of in a position above this thing instead of a normal you wouldn't really have to fight anything you just have to lift him up out um, it stays hooked. Um, it's a pretty, it's just an instant perfect um, catch. And you pull this fish up out of the water. Um, hmm. Roll me a nature check or a perception check. But depending on which one you roll depends on the answer you get. Mm. 16 nature. A 16 nature. <laughs> uh, oh no. <laughs> you pull this fish up out of the water. Big looking fish. Um, decent size would... It, it, it's not going to feed everyone here, but it would be a nice treat to have a fresh fish. Um, but you're looking at this thing, and it's there's something wrong with this fish. It's thin the um scales on it are loose even as you pull the thing up out of the water you see them falling off of its back and um it it doesn't look right it just it does it looks sickly this fish that you're that you're looking at mm. something's wrong with my fish Guys, does anyone know anything about fish? Clearly not me. <laughs> uh, I, I might uh, know a thing or two about fish. Okay, don't eat it because it something's wrong with it. And I... Would I have heard any rumors about this, Brad? I'm, I'm no fisherman and I don't know much about fish, but this was where I was... Like, along the water here is like where we were posted... Or where I was posted in my army days. I've been up and down the coast. Have I heard any rumors of, like, fish being weird here? Yeah, history check. Um, anyone can if you if you have any, if you think you have any justifiable knowledge on the areas around here. Um, a 19 it's a on the history. Fish. 19. So, um, this area, so Dandelo and, and, and more distinctly in Coos, um, People don't uh, hunt the fish or the animals here very often. Um, it usually causes botulism. Uh, you 
find there aren't even that many animals here um the type of things that live in uh dandelion and coos um are usually kind of monstrous creatures the types of things that you more likely to expect coming out of the mist than out of the forests um and while yes there are things like owl bears that might look strange to our eye they're still kind of healthy looking creatures the fish in this river um that that uh fire pulls out is sickly and uh unwell looking you you're not sure necessarily if it's poisonous but you're having that almost like kind of weird um natural response to seeing something that looks sickly um it might be toxic to eat the uh Hunting is just not a thing around Dandelion Coast. People don't really eat the food around there. And while there are pools of water, um, again, this isn't a desert because of heat, um, a lack of uh, uh, rain or um, sort of dryness. This is a, uh, a desert because thing the area is incredibly infertile. So the sand is more dust, just accumulation, than um, heat and... Uh, I think, Will, you see this fish and and th that would probably ring true that the creatures here are sickly. Staying in... People don't live in Coos. Coos is supposedly a place where witches live and goblins and um, orcs are said to be able to live there for longer, but people get sick going to Coos and staying there for long amounts of time. Um, it's... Uh, poisonous place um dandelion not so much but the area around it remains um sickly and you see this fish and i think it it becomes clear to you that the, that's what it is it also probably took you a decent amount of time before you even saw this one fish that's uh, true i know that coast is a rough place poisonous land I didn't think it'd reach all the way up the river to here, though. Back when mm. I was in the army, our squad, the cook, he hated this place because he couldn't really find ingredients, but... That was further down south. Whatever poisons the land there must run very deep to reach the fish all the way up here. And we should probably not eat that. Mm -mm. Unfortunately. Mm. Does that mean all the wildlife is going to be the same around here? part of the reason I wanted to hunt and rest before we head into the desert. It's not, uh, I mean, no desert is a hospitable place, but yeah, this one's particularly nasty. I've heard a lot of nasty stories about the things that lurk in Coos, too. Let's just hope we don't have to go down there. Was resting a good idea if we're just going to get hungry and have nothing to eat? Pick your poison was press on while exhausted into a desert or try and rest and find food here but yeah there's not really a winning answer in that scenario hmm well I'm gonna let this fish uh, go back to whatever life it has as a sickly fish hmm. probably death back in it weakly swims off um, the boar you have looks good and you can cook and serve that up for the uh, uh, for the afternoon as you set up this camp. Um, are you on the bridge or like to one side of it? 
Can we be the trolls under the bridge? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we the Just trolls kind of slightly bridge. under the bridge, um, yeah. using the bridge as some form of cover next to the river. And while the river doesn't look uh, bad or poisonous, you know, it's not bubbling or evil or anything like that, it's probably relatively relaxing to actually sit by daylight next to this bridge um, and uh, and then cook up what, uh, what parts of the boar you want. You all eat quite well, I think, that day, including cutting out the brain and giving some raw bits of flesh to Merlin. Um, and... Uh, yeah, the uh, the daylight of the day will pass. Um, after about seven or eight hours, um, an hour or two after the sun has set, you probably pack up and head over the bridge and follow the road towards Dandelo. One final push. Um, Before we get... The rest of the way across, I want to stop fire on the on the bridge. Mm -hmm. Fire. Hmm. I borrow your services for a moment. Uh, who do you want that? <laughs> well, no one. But uh, appreciate you letting me borrow this thin little sword. However, I can't say I've ever used one quite like it. Mm. Mind going a round or two with me? <clears throat> no stabbing. No actual stabbing. But I need to get the hang of this thing in case we end up in a scuffle. Besides, okay. besides, I've always wanted to have a duel on a bridge like in the stories. Ooh, yeah. Think okay. of how cool we'll look. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what we should do? What's that? We shouldn't tell them that we're practicing. We should just act like we're fighting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You see, given the current temperament of fire things, strikes, roll me an attack roll. Yeah, fire. I say you asshole, and I just fucking. <laughs> Not exactly. What I feel you like, like I feel like they'll both just. Ah. A thirteen against your AC, but are you are you actively trying to parry to get used to the swords instead of um, instead of uh, um relying on your armor to defend you from these attacks uh with this first one she just kind of jumped me so i think it was kind of reflexively use of the shield first yeah and say okay all right and then i'm actually going to take the shield off and just put it on the ground and, and hold the rapier with one hand like in a fencing stance which looks incredibly goofy for someone in heavy armor yes. but i'm going <laughs> to attempt it nonetheless you have this very very thin blade um out of this enormous armor that you're wearing um Fire, the weapon that you're using now is actually a little bit more like a... Probably more like a katana-looking thing. Not quite as mm. uh, quite as long and thick, but um, somewhere along that that kind of a thing. Like a chokuto, if anybody saw Dying Order. We had a rogue that had one of those as well. Um, so it's a little different the, the way that you uh, can use this new blade of yours, the Iris Blade, which you know has the enchantment, which allows it to do extra poison damage, but you'll have to actually cut flesh, you know? We'll mm -hmm. assume that no matter what you roll here, you're not ever going to yeah, no. deal any damage to each other. Um, no. Will moves backwards or uh, adjusts himself and the shield glances off your strike. Uh, Merlin and Fix suddenly turn around from the sound of uh, the sword striking the um, already very scuffed and, and scratched looking shield that Will has. Um, 
And, uh, Will, you would like to, I presume, see if you can return an attack. Since you are clumsy with this, you have disadvantage on the first attack. Okie doke. One disadvantaged strike coming up. A 14. Uh, 14. Fire, what is your yes. AC? 18. Fire dances out of the way of this as you kind of, uh, uh, Thrust forward with this Actually, thing, lunging on, maybe. It's not. It's not coded in. I, I think it's still a miss, but it would be. Yeah, it was a fifteen. I'll fix it. What are you missing? Uh, I I use charisma as my attacking stat. Oh right, okay. Um, I didn't notice you'd added the sword to my sheet. <laughs> I did. Yes, I just but saw, I, I, I saw it as I glanced over there. I'll. Uh, yeah, I just let there it. You go. Let it do its own thing on roll 20. Um, fire dances out of the way of this, uh, this attack. You can see that Will's kind of clumsy um, in his uh, ability. Used to probably swinging much heavier swords, bastard swords, long swords, even great swords. Um, probably more to the um, uh, basic training of a, a guardian soldier. Whereas um, Fire, you were trained in everything. Um, for the most part, but ultimately most elves specialize in finesse weapons, lighter lighter weapons, um, quieter weapons a lot of the time, short bows, um, uh, weapons that allow you to strike and escape unseen. Um, you, if you would like, can school Will a little bit on his stance, posture, and ability to move, even though he's going to be struggling a little in this in this heavy armor. Um, mm -hmm. you can tell him what he needs to do to adjust his balance, move on his heel, um, mm -hmm. if you want. Yeah, I will. She does so. I'll mess with him a little bit, and then I'll, yeah. and then I'll help. Give me an attack roll. Me? Yeah. A little me? She shouts at you to, you know, pivot, uh, use your hip to move as much as your ankle. And then she's next to you with a dagger kind of up to your throat. Um, roll me a, an offhand attack as well with your other dagger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you, you try and move. You listen to her words and you realize how quick she is um, when she wants to be. And she's just dancing around you almost. From, from Fix and Merlin's perspective, it's almost as if these two are just dancing on this bridge. Um, the moonlight behind them as uh, fire moves around you. She... You recognize uh, the feeling of a cold steel against your the side of your neck, up by your jawline. Um, as you kind of flinch away from it, you realize that you're pushing yourself towards a dagger that would have been between two of the plates on your armor. She had another one at your stomach as well. She dances away from you again, but it does give you an opportunity to strike. Give me a normal attack roll. No disadvantage. Okay. A 17. What was your AC again? 18. 18. It's good. He actually takes your advice. He moves um, on the, the, the ball of his uh, heel, pushing off with his um, very powerful and strong legs, using that strength to add to his um, uh, ability to spin quickly around. But that bulky armor is something else. Um, <laughs> I think more than anything, it's the armor that slows him down or even gives away his uh, his positioning. You can hear the, the grinding of the plates and you're able to just about skate out of the way as this 
but a rapier glides across your midriff barely um barely an inch or two away from you as he you dance away from him what do you do next looks hard to be light on your feet in that armor <sighs> i am accustomed to smashing through my opponents instead Mm-hmm. but i'll get the hang of this let's go again okay i think you can be attack just... rolls yeah i'll hold up uh the iris blade this time and just wait for his move okay Mm. Good try. Twelve. <laughs> you uh, you bring this thing down. It's more of a um, it's it's less of a fencing move this time as you kind of just brute force um to sort of prove your point that um, strength-wise, if this had hit you, fire it would de- it would definitely hurt. But you also get the sense mm-hmm. that Will is easily strong enough that he could just break the blade um on this thing uh if he uh wasn't careful with it in the way that you would be you parry his sword out of the way of yours even though the strength you feel in your wrists as you move this thing away from your uh, your body moving forward um you get the sense that if will had any other weapon in his hand you wouldn't even probably be able to parry it the, just the strength alone would overcome your dexterity but with him half attempting to swing this down in a way that allows for him to maneuver uh, towards you you parry the sword out of the way and come up close to him with the sword now resting the flat of the blade across the side of his cheek um dexterity for dexterity you're uh outmatching him um both of you are probably quite aware that had will had a great axe in his hand or something this would be a different fight but as it stands right now you kind of got the upper hand on him um either of you want to do anything else yeah, whenever when she does that, I'm gonna lean in real close and say, "You're enjoying this, aren't you?" And like push back, and then Just I'm gonna pick bit. my sh- I'm gonna pick my shield up and say, "All right, <clears throat> I'm taking what you said to heart, but I think I need to modify it a little bit." Once again. Okay. okay. Give me another and this time set. I'm not Put the around. blade away and get the daggers out again. Give me another set of contested attack rolls. You, you fire you. You would recognize the enchantment coming like will's kind of cheating but <laughs> it's it's the it's the hex that he's put on people when he's fighting before mm-hmm. uh Ooh. come on a 22. fire comes like spinning towards you you see her kind of faint one way and then she turns in a way that she's obviously just she's almost just toying with you at this point but you use that to your advantage allowing you to um uh kind of focus in there's a moment i think will where you lose all um sense of surrounding while you are aware of of fix and merling both of them arms crossed watching you to have this thing you're aware of the sense of fire kind of toying with you it goes away um you focus watching her move and as she does the thing that she's been doing so far kind of dancing rather than actively moving away from you your basic training kicks in and you focus on that she comes dancing towards you you push the first dagger attack away from her sends her immediately off balance and you bring that rapier to her stomach pushing it um into a piece of the leather armor that she's wearing that you know won't pierce through and letting the rapier bend against uh, her midriff you would have been stuck on this fire for sure and while the two of you um find yourselves relatively even matched with this thing will you kind of 
understand better how to move in your armor, apply your own basic tactics um, to this weapon. Almost probably remembering some of that ability as well. I'm sure you would have been trained with similar lighter weapons. Um, and it kind of comes back to you adjusting yourself to allow for the the movement in the armor um, fire he finally gets the better of you even though you're pretty sure he used a little trick at the end there the you uh will it comes back to you regardless um and fire he gets you he gets you feel good yeah a little bit i uh Hope you'll forgive me, but I think I'm going to go back to knocking people's legs out from under them and smashing them with my shield before I poke them with this. Mm. Stick to what That's I know. That's probably a good idea. Shall we call it there, or would you like to get your revenge and make me look silly once more? Oh no, I think I did my job. <laughs> Thought you did. Thanks for the lesson. I, uh... Mm -hmm. Anytime. I mean it. Well, really. I'll keep that in mind. And I'll try not to break this by getting off a cellus and swinging it straight into someone. Well, if he did, it's not the worst thing that could happen. I have this now. Does this old sword of yours not hold any kind of memories for you? Some sort of an attachment to it? I've never mm. known someone who lives by the sword to part with their weapons so quickly and easily. Well, this one is cooler. So. Quite the pragmatist. Mm-hmm. I don't have memories that I uh, really want to hold on to. <laughs> I don't mind giving them away. I think some of us wish we could. But thanks. I will mm -hmm. take care of it. At least until I retrieve, ideally, my own sword back or anything else more suited to my talents. And by yeah. talents, I mean my A lack giant, of talents. giant heavy thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me just yeah. smash things like an ogre. It's so much easier. Mm -hmm. This brings back a lot of memories. You know, it took me almost six months. We had three weeks of training before we shipped out to the mountains during the Pointless War. Three weeks. They trained us in spear, longsword, shield, and bow, and crossbow. It took six months before I actually learned how to wield it properly, getting beat up <laughs> nightly in the camp because I kept challenging a fellow named Vajran over and over and over. He was the best among us. That does sound like something you would do. I'm keenly aware. Boy, Let's for a road. moment there, we thought, uh, well, mostly me. I thought <laughs> you two were fighting, um, but, well, as as soon as, uh, no offense, well, fire whooped your butt, um, it was practice. You did well, though. Mm. Uh, I'm just hoping when it really comes down to it in a real fight, I'll be able to put this thing to use. Also, thanks for not fireballing me. I was kind of concerned about that. Oh, I was watching you like a hawk. It was like a bird fighting with a bull. Hmm. But it was graceful somehow, so... I am a graceful bird. Hmm. Never seen a graceful bull before, but... Somehow, you did it in the end, so well done. Uh, I will... I'll do my best. It's the beast. Going to end up, it's going to end up with me just... Punching them down onto the ground and stomping on them, I feel, but either way. We should start telling we, uh, people that uh you're the graceful bull. The graceful bull. Mm -hmm. My nicknames grow ever weirder. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to gain notoriety, so I suppose having a different nickname in every area 
If the Dark Realm is no bad thing. Can we go now, though? Can we get back? Yeah. Can we yeah. get back on the run? Thanks. Yeah. Okay. So, after your midnight dance, you each head uh, along the road now. Um, and you move for a little while, kind of um, following this road. The ground underfoot toughening up again as the um, patches of grass... Um, left behind you and you just start to walk out on dust and cracked earth um almost as if it was sun scorched but the extreme lack of sun and honestly the amount of rainfall that happens is too much for that to be the case here and yet the area around you appears to you uh, as if it were a desert um after several hours you actually start to realize that underfoot there are there are areas of um, sand and dust that are thick enough that you can kick it um, and uh, pile it up. Uh, there are areas that seem to be um, mountainous, but the rock is uh, broken, cracked, and uh, red in color, just like you might find in the uh, Grand Canyon or something like that. It really does seem like a desert here, but you get neither the um, excessive cold nor the excessive heat during the day. Um, let's have Merlin roll me one more forage check. You have to get a 20 or higher. Wow, that's an three. actual one um, plus two, no, three. No, no, no. There is nothing out here. Every time you think you spot a mushroom, you run over and it's a red rock. Um, every time you think you see something that might be alive, you rush over to it. Um, and it is uh, a shadow or something that's moving. You are unable to find anything that is useful here. Definitely no mushrooms. You'd be surprised if there it's are rough out here. any mushrooms in this whole place. Um, what you do find are these clumps of um, kind of dark green... Um, they almost look like leaves off of a tree that grow up out of the ground. Um, every now and then you... Um, stumble upon a natural kind of uh, crop of these leaves um, like a small bushel of um, dark green leaves with purple edges. Uh, give me a nature check for those. Yeah, you know what these are. These you might not ever have seen if you've spent your entire time in the lush forests down by the Irish tree. Um, this is Leaf of the Sand. Uh, which you uh, know that people smoke like tobacco. They, they shred it and smoke it. Um, and it gives you a little uh, little happy high, a little happy buzz. Um, it's, a, it's an extreme relaxant. Relaxes all of your body. Too much of it and you'll poop yourself. Um, but uh, it's, it, it's commonly found here in Dandelo. It literally doesn't last. Um, so... Once you pull this up out of the ground, it dries very quickly. And once it dries out fully, um, it's just unusable. It just becomes a normal leaf. Um, but you do find a few clumps of that that you think you could shred and smoke like a tobacco if you were interested in uh, doing so. Other than that, there's like nothing here. You spy every so often some very long-rooted cacti, um, these kind of thin-looking things, and they're not lush and green like we might expect. They're browned uh, in most places. The thorns on them long and black curved at the ends 
um, but cacti nonetheless. Just about the only plant life in the entire place that you spot. Um, no mushrooms and also no wildlife. You 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 find bugs and there are things that are, that will uh, land on you and try and suck at your blood like mosquitoes, but um, little uh, creatures like that. But the, there's no deer running off. There's no boar to hunt. There's also not really any birds flying around um, or bats or anything that you might expect um, every now and then. You uh, probably feel quite alone out here. It's relatively quiet uh, other than the whistle of the flat um, planes kicking up some of the dust and dirt around you guys as you start to move through this area. Um, I'll have... Uh, I guess, in fact, just give me perception checks. You're on the road. I don't think you can get lost because you're following a really obvious road now. Wow. Sure? Uh, <laughs> um, performance. Who got there the go. lowest there? Vita. So fix, roll me a D, uh, D12. 11. 11. Interesting. Okay. Well, on the map, you guys are probably uh, somewhere along here where we leave off our break for the evening. Um, when we come back, you will either be under attack from an ancient brass dragon or arriving at the town of Dandelo. And... I know how that sounds like I might be joking about the dragon part, but clearly you've never seen this show before. So come back in a few minutes. We're doomed. We're going to go for a little break here. And when we return, we'll see which was true. What do you think? Predictions in the chat. <laughs> be back in a, a few minutes. We were... hey, <laughs> Thanks one. for watching. When we were level three, you threw a green dragon at us, Brad. I don't trust you. <laughs> oh, I love throwing an ancient dragon at level one parties. It's so fun. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes. Thanks for watching. In the distance, you see Dandelo, which is an odd sight, I think, for each of you as you follow the road up towards where Dandelo is and um I think it's quite hard to see at first on the road before you um before you arrive um realizing that up ahead there is a sort of a mountainscape almost a natural set of um mesa's hills and more kind of uh, peaked mountains you start to recognize um houses and I think with uh, you coming up on this quite late at night, um, it would be, hmm, or would it? It'd be quite early in the morning, which would be late at night. So, yeah, we're looking at uh, like three in the morning. So yeah, you're coming in real late at night for this one. Um, I think you're already almost in town when you suddenly recognise all of the. Um, houses and things here. Um, due to all of the extreme weather and the dust and the sand and uh, the um, the uh, from the wastelands all around Dandelo, their houses here are uh, white stone built, very different from the ramshackle um, plaster, wood, brick built 
houses of the rest of the realm um these houses are uh built sort of straight out of uh stone and smoothed at the corners from the wind and the um detritus that gets uh, thrown at these houses most of the houses sit nestled into the hills and the mesas that, that make up the area around dandelo and um in an attempt to sort of block out some of the weather similar to kira this uh, there are levels to dandelo because it's kind of built inside of a natural occurring mountainside here in the middle of this wasteland and desert there's a lower level which has a, a sort of a grand street um with a bazaar that runs up and down most of the large parts of the road the road that you're coming in on continues straight through the uh, lower side of dandelo and out the other end um and uh there are wooden palisade walls that kind of intersect parts of the road to keep out the larger wasteland monsters but along the road at constant points there are small um steps and stairs and ladders that run up to the next sort of section a bit further up and nestled into that natural mountainside the secondary level with tents and long houses uh, more of those white stone buildings that are scattered kind of haphazardly you can see a lot of people as you move closer into town here moving lazily um, from tent to building from building to stall um, nobody here unlike Kira and even Jairus when you arrived there was like a, an Im imposing sense of military um, and a guard at the gate it just doesn't exist here you walk practically straight into town um, with people moving around you um, as you're looking up and further up to the areas that this town is built and nestled into this um, mountainside you can see that there are um, lots of these little buildings but there's one particular building that stands out uh, nicely built architecturally a huge building that overlooks the town um, this is uh, the um, where the Dandelo clan natives lived um known as the uh the dandelo clan um this town was once a tribe of desert dwellers that believed the land to be barren in response to the mist um and lots of those natives stuck around um but slowly with the proximity to the bigger towns around it um that belonged to the the realm they kind of uh slowly um assimilated into the kingdom at, at large um, but there is a serving council known as the Mulgrish, which uh, run Dandelo. And they sort of sit in this huge building at the top that overlooks this place. And you can see it from pretty much anywhere in town. Um, the other notable thing I think you see coming into town is this enormous mesa that once served as a gold and silver mine, which is now home to tents and small houses around this large bridge um, sitting up and aside from the town itself. Um closed down clearly like an empty and old mine um and you guys walk into town it's dusty um people are eyeing you suspiciously a lot of people here wearing a different kind of clothing style to what you're used to um because of the winds and the and the desert debris lots of people are in robes um hoods and things covering their faces masks pulled up for their noses um through the dust and the sand there's the smell of uh sweet smoke on the air because of dandelo being home to that leaf of the sand and the growers um it doesn't last long and once it dries out it lo loses its potency so a lot of people just smoke it here as a simple luxury um so it's kind of carried on the air almost all the time walking straight into town you walk past uh, a kind of large carved face in the mountainside that is a uh, response to 
Aersa, the goddess of the voice. Um, and Dandelo being one of the more religious places um, in the Dark Realm, they believe that the mist constricts the realm as penance. Um, and when those that have paid their dues for ancient sins are finished, the mist will um, lift and the goddess will sing for them once again. So you'll probably see around town little... Um, little uh, um, trinkets and things and little carvings of um, Aersa, which I will write for you in this chat. Sorry, Aersa. Um, as you head into town, um, you will will notice um, some people uh, that are military. Um, Dandelo, much like Kira, has the same kind of uh, um, presence here. Um, but Kira is extremely militant because it's literally just a military town. Um, Dandelo um, does have a, uh, a presence from the army and, and the guardian um, force at large, but uh, not quite as, as obvious. The dedicated duty guardsmen wear a yellow sash across the chest, much like in Kira they had a, uh, a purple sash. Um, Again, it's not a huge presence here, but you can see patrols. They seem to be consistent and regular the longer you stay in town. There's obviously somebody who is in charge who is um, ensuring that they do their job. But compared to Kyria, this feels like you're just wandering into um, Kull or um, one of these other towns that didn't have um, really any military presence whatsoever. Um, what's the first port of call as you walk in? And I've got an image up on the screen for you all, um, courtesy of young Brian Marshall Arts. Um, you guys are probably on this lower edge of the town down here, and I'll try and make sure that people on the stream can see it. Sorry, listeners. Um, but uh, once you get into town, do you have any uh, thing that you think you guys will be doing first before anything else? I'm trying to remember because it's been a couple weeks and um, if it was mentioned, I don't have it in my notes, but other than the clue of uh, knowledge of the source Sami lost under Dandelo, other than like under, did we pick up any other clues along the way? This I think you did. For the party yeah, as for well, the, not just Brad. I'm going to talk my memory. For the, uh, for the second um, man that you witnessed when you were in the mist, um, who had the uh, the coarse blonde hair um, and the um, more uh, knightly armor? Um, yeah, Dandelo is just the only name listed. I don't know if you guys had much else to it than that, um, unless you guys can come up with anything that you can remember. I always get caught as a DM sometimes because I'm like, I can't remember what I told them and what <laughs> I know. Uh, well, the uh, the question was kind of posed to the whole party as well, like in case yeah. there's some other clue that I'm forgetting, but I don't I don't think there was. I think mm. the only thing we had to go on was that what we're whatever we're looking for is under Dandelo. So. Yeah. I was trying to remember if Guinness had said anything, but I don't think he had anything important. It was just your clue, and then meeting with the. Um... A drow, a shadow elf. Mm -hmm. Can I look around? Yeah, I and do I see any I shadow elves? Um, yeah, you guys are in this big street. Will is kind of contemplating what to do next. You each kind of wander in. 
few people looking at you. There are people moving across the street in front of you, a cart and a wagon move trundle past you and they're not even stopping. They're moving through Dandelo and heading out. Um, when, um, yeah, give me a perception check. Fire. Mm. A five. Uh, you look around, you're looking up, down, you're kind of trying to see, it's real difficult. A lot of people here are almost completely cloaked and covered in robes and things. It's very difficult to determine um, who is a shadow elf and who is, uh, you know, a human or an elf or something. Size and stature give away some people, but much like w the mistake that people make with Merlin, you're looking at somebody who could be a halfling or could be a child at times. Um, you are um, pretty, uh, pretty unsure, I think, at first as to who might be... Um, uh, friend and foe, let alone specifically who is uh, an elf or a shadow elf. Um, that being said, as you guys kind of move around um, and move forward through the uh, town, um, Fire, you're looking around, like hyper-vigilantly looking for uh, for this this um, this elf, and you do not see her whatsoever, but there is a tap on your shoulder, and as you spin around behind you, the young shadow elf that you had paid um in kira yesterday morning two day two mornings ago um is standing there her hair is tied back now she has a stern look on her face but her outfit remains pretty similar um dark blues and blacks um a cloak pulled up um uh half over her head uh but kind of loose a mask pulled up over her mouth and chin on her back is now a thin backpack which is uh slung across one shoulder and then on the other you can see a short bow and a quiver not too dissimilar to your own a gloved hand thrusts a rolled piece of cheap parchment at you i take it yeah uh here is the note written in elvish feel free to read it out for the class if you'd like you took your time i have located the reavers they have a hideout here that they went immediately to upon arrival in town. Amateurs. <laughs> there looks like many reavers. Wait. There looks like many reavers use it, but only the four you encountered in care are here. Their hideout is a tiny tower near the mines. It has a golden brick above the doorway. The main entrance is unlocked. They have locked the items you need away in the storage. I snuck in and placed a curse upon one of the barrels outside their mess area. You'll be able to tell which one, for it has green mark upon it. Fire a flaming arrow at the barrel, and it will explode in acid and burn the reavers within about 20 foot of it. Hmm. I'd suggest you draw the reavers to the barrel somehow, and then attack. Once dealt with, you may be... I'm, I'm quietly reading this to everyone. I'm not yelling. <laughs> She's standing there with her arms crossed, staring at you. <laughs> Once dealt with, you may be tempted to rob them of all their things, but be cautious. The Reavers are well connected. Selling too many of their stolen items would probably raise some eyebrows and lead the others to you later, but that's up to you. My name is Samana. Is that how you say it? She nods. If you have need of our services again, then you need only ask the air for the silence and we will find you. That's so cool. That's sick. <laughs> Can I call you Sam? She nods. She looks across each of you, nods at each of you as well, and uh, winks at you and then turns around and just starts walking the way that Ooh. you just came down. Bye. Did we pay her to it's find so our cool. stuff or get our stuff? 
Roll me um, a dexterity saving throw, fire. Oh god. Ooh. Paper you're holding ignites. What? Burns away. You drop it, letting letting go of it before it burns your fingertips. She's walking off. Self-destruct in five seconds. Begin to <laughs> lose her in the crowd. Ah. Uh, She's I, gone. That's how long it took oh, her to be completely we, gone. Then that was how long. That was what yep. it was. She's gone. Okay, I did it. I, I believe Vix does have a valid point. Could have sworn the payment was to retrieve our belongings, but I'm quite well. happy just to have a lead. You know, I can uh, bring that up with them later. It was not my gold that hired them. That's between you. Mm. Yeah, that that cost us a hundred gold. I mean, well, regardless, they they helped us out in a way where, um, well, it looks like they've marked a certain barrel that we're supposed to, well, draw them near. Yeah. Well, the question then, do we want to go attempt to retrieve our stuff right away? Because that could make the rest of our stay in the city somewhat difficult. Mm. Especially if they go rally up several of their friends and come after us with 20 or 30. Yeah. I mean, I have everything of mine, so I'll leave this up to you. What about you, Merlin? How are you getting along without your uh, supplies? How hampered are your spells? Well, I mean, I I could honestly care less for Orias's staff, but but mine. Um, well, it 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 does possess some sentimental value. Um, that and uh, well, I'm I'm comfortable casting my my spells with with it right i what, what i'm asking though is can you cast your spells now like i'm not sure i'm not a wizard you you tell me without your staff can you actually do anything if we get into a conflict with these guys i mean well i'm, I'm just so accustomed to it but i'm not you know saying that it is impossible that perhaps Roman. I can. I need a straight answer. Okay, yes, and... I can. It is It is possible. Okay. I just... Thank you. Yes. So, we've been traveling for a while. Arias will be at Gore's Point in two days, and he'll stay there for a further, what, two, three days? Something like that, yes. We're already... Even moving at the fastest pace and heading straight back, I feel like we might still miss him by a day or two unless he decides to linger there longer than he said, waiting for us. But once we retrieve that staff, Marlon could make contact with him one last time and just let him know that we've been delayed. If that's what we want to do. I think we need our things. It's not like we have a question about whether or not to deal with these Reavers. We just have to do like it and see question, how long it takes. I feel like the question is more so now or later. Maybe we should get the lay of the land here and survey the place first. I'm pretty sure Arias made it very clear that he would not wait. Okay. 
So we go now. Mm, sure. Depending how quick we are. Okay. We can look around quickly, see if there's any of their type around, and then... Alright, well, let's do a little scouting then. As you turn, there is somebody standing right in front of you. About your height, um, very thin-looking, you know, kind of uh, uh, dirty-looking, but long robe that hangs down, covering most of their face. Um, they thrust towards you what at first you think are uh, maybe pens, um, before you realize that they're uh, tobacco rolls, and he says, Here you go. I've got nothing. Ah, here you go. It's, uh, no, here you I... go. He grabs your hand and tries to push them into your hand. I resist. Welcome. I can't pay for these, and I know what this works. That's no, free. Free. Yeah, yeah, it's free. Why? What's the catch? Always welcoming. Here in Dandalo. Here you go. The name's Muppet. Muppet. Yeah. Is the, are you a greeter? Is this what you do? You give people things? No. Here you go. Oh. One for each year. Four. Leave for the sand. Become one take them. with the town. Spark it up, enjoy yourselves, relax. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome, okay. sweetheart. Okay. I, I, does anyone know what this actually is? Leaf of the sand. Oh, you're still here. Yeah. It's a leaf of the sand. <laughs> I, I saw these while we Looks were out in the like, desert. Smoke it. Looks a lot like leaf of the sand to me. Inhale it. It'll I calm you down. You look stressed. I think it might be leaf of the sand. Get you nice and relaxed. Okay. I mean, yeah, you need more I'm of it. Certainly. One, one copper. It's just one copper. I gotta roll you up one. Mm. You want more? This should be fine. All right. You head on up to the uh, the task up there. Points up to the second uh, kind of level. Big tavern. Plenty of rooms. Nice and safe. It's a native place. You're safe here. Okay. Yeah, don't Do you worry. Know us? Hey, is that a gnome? Yes. Holy uh, shit. Oh. Nice to meet you, Muppet. Holds out his hand. Oh, nice to meet you, Muppet. And he shakes his hand. Damn, you're cold. Oh, <laughs> well... <laughs> Um, You'll fit right in with the bloodless bastards in this town. Oh, All right. you don't say. Had circulation. Yeah, well, you need more of it. You know where to find Muppet, yeah? We got the best stuff, Muppet. Okay. Don't go buying Thank it from no one else. Kindly. The rest okay. of the growers here, they'll, uh, they'll scam you. Mm, yeah, but you shit won't, stuff. Right? No, no, no. That's the best stuff right there. Best patch. Mm -hmm. I got the best patch. Why are you giving it away for free then? It's the best stuff. Yeah, uh, because you're going to want more. And yeah, you know where to go now. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, uh, can I fucking. Is it... What is this guy doing? What is he doing? What's you guys are like here? walking along and he's walking with you. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. What are you, army? He dings your uh, shield, Will. Used to be. 
Oh, it used to be, huh? What are you doing in town, huh? Trying to find someone to kill. Who are you killing? All you army types. You're only good for one thing, huh? Killing stuff. Then what? You're out of the army, what you gonna do, huh? Settle down? Start a farm? Didn't think so. Who are you killing? Muppet will show you the way for her. You give me a gold piece, I'll take you anywhere you need to go. All the back alleys. The whole settling down idea had crossed my mind, yes. Not yet, huh? One last job, they say. One last job suckers you straight back in. Do you know who this is, Muppet? Something like that. It's the graceful bull. The graceful bull. That you're speaking to. Holy shit. Can't believe mm -hmm. it. Sing us a yeah. song. Graceful bull. What is that, a bard name? No. No, not quite. Tell you what, if you're in the business of leading people to things, do you know anything of a underground area here? Perhaps a cave, cavern, Mine? underground tunnel system, anything like that that goes under the city? Big fucking mountain there. Used to be a gold mine, silver mine, caved in hundreds of years ago. Useless. Nobody I goes in there. That, I don't suppose that mine has a small tower right in front of it. Few towers there, few towers here. Whose tower are you after? Muppet will lead you there. One gold piece. Now I'll do it for a silver. Mm. How far down does the tunnel go? I have no idea. You've never been in there. Whole thing crumbles all the time. Sometimes you hear it late at night. Underground. Things still caving in. Right. Well, the truth is, I didn't actually come here to kill anyone, surprising though that may be. I'm actually here to get some answers. Yeah, having a nice One little holiday. We got the best girls, we got the best guys. I'll keep that in mind. The answer that I'm looking for, though, is somewhere underneath the city. That's the only clue that I got to go on in a letter from one of my ancestors before he died. Underneath. You don't want to be going underneath. There's holes, there's cracks, there's all sorts, there's the mines. Well, you want to stay up here where the army are. Look at these bastards. Your friends, huh? Wasteland's dangerous out there. Drakes. Big land crabs. Huge great scorpion things filled with poison. Mm. Fuck that. Such a pretty picture. You don't want to go underground. And those are the big things. You wait till you see the small ones. Little poisonous worms. Yeah, they'll put them in your drinks they... too. These little poisonous worms, they don't happen to latch onto your neck and small and white and squirming. Mm, no, they make you itch at first, just touching them. And then the itch turns black and your fingers fall off. <sighs> We're experts on that. We'll be fine. Oh. Is there any other underground location besides that mine? If, if I said I needed to go under Dandalo, if I needed to go digging... That's the only place there's no archaeological digs nearby or anything like that. Archaeological, what's that mean? Looking for clues from lost civilizations. Lost civilizations? We are a lost civilization, look at us. Nah, nothing like that, not around here. We got the mines, but other than that, that's about it. A few grow patches, a few places where bandits hide out, you know what I'm saying? Stay away from Steeler. Mm. Steeler? Stay away from what? Steeler is the bastard in charge, one of your lot dings the shield again. Why is he on the take? No, he's a bastard. A lot of us are. What about the Reavers? 
glances over at you. Never heard of them. Can I do an inside yes, check? You have. Yeah, I have. But I only heard of them if you got the coin. What do I look like? I want to lose my goddamn tongue. Would not be the worst thing. Uh, Come on. I'll flick him a silver. Yeah, what do you want to know? What do you want to know, Fix? How many of them are there around here? Hmm. Few of them. They pay oh, guys. Uh, some of them's reavers, some of them ain't. Some of them's dwarves. Them's the real reavers. The rest of them, what ain't they? Just uh, pass messages, you know? Scare people around town. I'm a reaver, but they ain't a reaver. Of the dwarves, you're looking at eight. Eight dwarves. Mm, eight dwarves. They outsource? Have people looking out? What's outsource? Like barbecue? Sure. What's that mean? They hire other people to work with them. Ah, no, no, no. Nah. mercenaries. Bastards, the Reavers, they just steal, they take what they want. Okay. They say they're above board, they ain't. Leader's called Greg Dag. Greg Dag. Greg? Hmm. Hey, a little bit older. Gray hair. Oh, Greg. They in town right now? Dunno. Haven't seen him. Mm. Interesting. And where do they hang out? Officially or unofficially? And when you say hang out, you mean where they sleep? And he dings the shield again. Not here to kill no one, huh? Why would you want to cause trouble in a lovely town such as this? Right there, Witcher. Unofficially. Unofficially, you'll find them up the Tusk. Drinking. But they got a little place. Straight down there. Right at the end by the walls. Little tower. Little squat building. Mm. Breaking the wall. Or would you say that's where they keep their stolen goods? Hey, now, I don't know about that stolen goods stuff. But if I was to keep it anywhere, that's where I'd keep it under lock and key. Mm. Nobody goes in there. Get their tongues cut out, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, mm. I do. Mm. You got a grievance with him? Just heard stories. On the road. Alright. Hope you can take care of yourself. Yeah, alright, well, uh... Got a little pointy stick you. there. You might need something a little, uh... A little better than that. A uh, big guy. Want me to get you a sword? I'll Give me a gold, you know, I'll go get one. I'll have you know this thin little sword has served us well for years. Alright, you say so. I suppose, uh... Yep, sure. It's not that little, it just... It looks smaller because he's so big. Yeah. Okay. You could always go and see old Flask. The blacksmith, he got swords, good swords, bad swords, big swords. Perhaps we'll go pay him a visit when we're done with our other errands. Hmm. Where if are you going to go first? Down, uh, into the mines, who would we speak to about that? You don't need to speak to nobody. You want to go in the mines, you're free to go in there and die. 
I see. I take it no one, no one's working it. No one goes in there. It's just emptied. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a town historian, sage, record keeper, anything like that? Hmm. I suppose there's Mindaris. He's a mugrish. Where might I find him? Up there, usually. Sometimes he comes down to the bazaar. I think he lives up with the uh, other council members. Points up to the huge building at the top. The Mongrish are the, uh, the town council that run the town. He's uh, not much of a record keeper, but he's old. Elf. Good to know. Well, normally at this point, I would part with some coin as a thank you, but I'm a bit light at the moment. Perhaps hey, I'll come see out. you later on. How about that? You do that. Make sure you smoke those up, yeah? Can. Enjoy yourselves while you're here in town, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Do. All right. I was going to try and take something off you, but you really don't have nothing, huh? None mm -hmm. of us do. I'm sorry to disappoint you, pal. I do. You can try. Don't take that bait. Nah. I think uh, I'll see you later on, okay? You smoke up. Okay. Remember, Muppet, Muppet your guy. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Muppet. All right. Anybody tells you to kill Muppet, you say no, right? No, no you can say no for some gold. Yeah, you be careful with them Rufus, the bastards. See you around, Muppet. Dings your shield and turns around, like immediately walks over to someone else and just goes, Hey! Here you go. On the house. Have one of these. <laughs> I love him so much. I love him. What a nice guy. You literally never saw his face, by the way, in that entire interaction. You just saw his chin <laughs> wiggling under the the thing. Is All he right. wearing one of the Bloodborne hats as well? Oh, he had like a, he looked, probably looked like a Rufus Shinra in Advent Children with a, just a white thing covering a lot. He's just wearing a, a bed sheet, you know, just a huge flowing robe that covers all of him um okay so where are you going first slash next Ooh. it kind of concerns me that he seems to know exactly where their hideout is too like it's not much of a secret well he didn't exactly seem like a stand-up guy i know i'm just saying what are the chances that the first person we speak to knows exactly where it is uh -huh. mm. I mean, I was oh, well. asking him to see if he was consistent with what we'd seen, but... Oh, I... That's a excellent point. But I'm still somewhat concerned, because no, if they're I, supposed I to be... If they're a mercenary group, bandits, whatever, hiding out here someplace, you'd think that they would take a little bit more caution in hiding their whereabouts, unless they just don't care about being found. Maybe they have the town mm. guard in their pocket. What did Sam call them? Amateurs? It's true. Mm -hmm. Might just rely on right. their brute force to get by. Well, let's... We should probably just go directly after them. I'd like to stop and survey the area, talk to this historian and do a few other things, but I'm worried that mm -hmm. if we wait, we may miss our window to catch them. Or more of them may arrive, even worse. We yeah, should jump true. on it whilst Sam's information is still accurate, because we don't know how long they'll stick around or if they have friends on the way. Yeah. So if well, we do cause a fuss, it might be harder to go and do the other things we need to do. 
fix makes a point there as well. Quite true. Mm. Um, how far is the entrance of the mines from, like, the town center where we are? Uh, kind of the furthest point. If I just kind of give you an idea, again, this isn't necessarily to scale this map, just to give you an idea of the style of the town, but you guys are kind of down here. Um, right down here in this kind of entranceway. This is the main road that runs through. Um, the area that the Reavers are located in is, like, in here. Um, the mines is the area that's all the way up here. Um, it seems like the entranceway is over this bridge. There is a bunch of buildings you can see that are active, but lots of uh, mining equipment and holes and um, he pointed to there. You're kind of looking at the furthest point from where you are, and also you seem to go have to go up to go down and into the mines. Like, <clears throat> I guess the uh, the general point of the question here is, is it far enough outside town that if we get into a fight with these guys, is the scuffle going to attract, like, town guard and all that like is is it going to be easily overheard or is it far enough on the outskirts if it's a bandit hideout i'm assuming they're putting it far enough out that it's not going to be easily you know viewable the um the reavers hideout isn't by the mine i thought you said it was in a little tower by the mine entrance uh no it's in a little if i said that i misspoke uh a, a little tower by the town entrance you're near it oh. right now um, Sam's Sam's note says their hideout is a tiny tower near the mines. Oh, that's my bad. No, it's Sam. Uh, no, it's Sam's bad. <laughs> it's Sam's bad. <laughs> Nothing Sam's to do bad. with this. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I uh, misspoke. Can we see it then? If we, you guys can see it from where you are right now. Um, Muppet pointed at the thing. Mm, okay. Oh, it's just another one of these dilemmas. Okay, so it's so it's close enough to the entrance. Well, the, the question still stands then. If is it close enough to the town that it's going to make an obvious scene if we do this, or is it far enough out of the way that you know maybe we could get in and out without drawing everybody's attention? Uh, roll me a d twenty first. Oh, natural mm -hmm. 20. As soon as you walked into town, there was like an outright blood fight <laughs> <laughs> between two merchants where one person yeah. was stabbed and then just dragged off. Yeah. Feels like that kind of town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like Tatooine here. Um, while the military presence is here, it doesn't seem like their town watch duties are, the, uh, uh, are their priority. You get the sense that their duties are more to deal with, like, if a random monster gets into town. They don't seem to give a fuck about little scuffles and, and stuff like that. Okay, well, I say we just go knock on the door. Not literally, but I say we go pay them a visit immediately while the trail is still hot. Yeah. longer we late, the more likely they slip away. Everyone, since you're close enough, give me perception checks. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Ooh. 20, 18, 15, <laughs> 10, 2 from Vita. He's trying. Let's, uh, let's say you uh, begin to uh, you move up. I think probably we see the four of you move up towards the... Um, maybe you walk past. Um, just new newcomers to town, wandering around. You're looking at everything the same, so it's not a huge deal that you walk past 
this small building. Um, it's kind of just a squat little tower. Um, you get more of this. It looks more like a... Um, uh, almost like a barn, almost, in that it's got these uh, wooden reinforced structures and then some of that white brick that makes up a kind of relatively circular shape. Um, it is... Uh, it's only about a story higher, but that you you can see that the um, there's like a half floor at the top, and there are like several windows around it. It's possible that once upon a time this was built as like a squat, um, uh, almost like a pillbox for archers to fire out of, um, but uh, now it just seems to have been converted to just a small little um, hut that these uh, these uh, mercenaries have uh, taken up. Um, there's no markings on the outside, nothing to suggest that this is uh, a place of business or a hideout or anything like that. But above the doorway, a big kind of, um, a wide, I should say, double door that is only about five foot tall, um, has uh, one of the bricks that would make up for the white um, brick has been painted uh, kind of a gold color. Um, that's the only real discerning feature here. Other than that, it's pretty plain looking. It fits in amongst everything else and you wouldn't even look at it twice. Um, with your 20 there, Fire, and Merlin with your 18, um, give me investigation checks as well. You don't see anybody in the windows or the... Uh, the, I forget what they're called, the little windows that you can fire arrows out of that are kind of uh, thin-looking things. Um, holes in the wall more than anything else. Um, you also don't get the sense that anybody's on watch out the front here. You're looking at some of the people walking by, some of the people that are hanging around nearby. Um, usually you would probably expect somebody to be on watch if this is almost like a gang hideout uh, or a bandit hideout, but it doesn't seem to be the case here. Um, looking at the doorway, um, looking at the... Um, uh, the area around it. It looks like there's only a single entrance slash exit, which is this front door. Um, and uh, you guys are pretty sure you can stroll all the way up to this thing and start looking around it and surveying the thing a lot more uh, overtly and obviously if you wanted to. But whether that draws unwanted attention from other people on the street, you're not sure. But you really do not get the sense that there are any um, guards posted out here, Merlin and, and Fire. It seems like if there's any of them, they're inside. All right. Direct approach. What do you think? Mm. Has being sneaky worked for us once yet? That first encounter back near Cole, I thought it worked out pretty well. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I can try to sneak in and <clears throat> get a Merlin. look around. Merlin, take a moment and do that thing where you smell the magic around us, would you, in case they have some sort of weird runes on the floor or whatever that are going to blow us up when we walk in. Fire, I see I if, if there's no other entrances and it doesn't look like there is, maybe just look for pressure plates and traps on the door. If they are here and it turns into a fight, which it inevitably will, we already know how they fight. They're going to surround one person, try to beat them down, and then move to the next and rinse and repeat until we're all gone. So if they surround me first, which is probably what they're going to do, Merlin, fry all of us. 
What? I'll get back. I'll get back up. They won't. Also, sure? alternatively, we have an explodey peril. Oh, I'm saying if we don't get the jump on them and if it just turns okay. into a fight. We're going to get the all jump together. on them. Okay, but Wait till they're all together and hit them all if it must be that way. But if we can catch them by surprise, then even better. Yeah, I right. say uh, we use Worst one of those little scenario. illusions to bring them all over to the barrel and blow it up. Good idea. All right, let's try it. What's something that would draw them over to the barrel? An illusion of me would do the trick. Yeah, or like that a puppy. Or something shiny, you know. I'm gonna make it believable though. I can make Will extra shiny. Maybe in his mm. maid outfit. <gasps> My what? Yeah. Oh, you yes. never did hear about that. Oh. Mm. I hope I never forget it. It's ingrained into my brain, and I don't think I even saw it. Mm-hmm. I... I'm not sure if I want to know. You'll know found if you need to. can stay in Jairus. Um... I mean, we could make it into a big keg of beer, maybe? Honestly, I feel like anything and everything out of place is going to get them to come over and take a look. Like right, but how place. many of them? We need to get as many of them as we can, right? Not just one or two of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess we'll see. Will, give me a... Uh, I guess give me an insight check with advantage. You've spent a shit ton of time with dwarves. 19. 19. One thing that every dwarf always talks about when they get drunk enough is how much they want to try some King's Gold Whiskey. Um, King's Gold Whiskey is literally the greatest whiskey in the land no one there's like one bottle of it that's made every five years um and it goes guess where straight to the king um i don't know if you know what it looks like i don't think you would i would have never seen this but they probably haven't either and i will relay that exact info to fix i still create an illusion in my hand of like we can like create it together what do you think? A, like red label, maybe? White one? Yeah, fancier. I mean, royalty, they they wear purple and such, like a purple and gold label. Right. I, and like crafting it as we talk and like adding little <laughs> details, taking them away mm. and things like maybe opened so it doesn't look too fresh and new. Like it's been stolen. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely keep it corked shut, 100%. But new, brand new bottle. Do they really believe that? Probably not, but they're still going to run to check it. Hmm. You think that will work? Sure. I think of any way to get a dwarf's attention, this is probably the number one way. It's probably the best way. Whether If their paranoia of having their hideout raided doesn't get them to come over here, then their thirst will. Now I can simply create the illusion, but if there's a physical bottle there, it would probably sell a lot better. If we see another bottle in there, we'll set it up in that spot. Mm. And you can sculpt your illusion around the outside of it, yes? Yeah, it just means if they pick it up, it won't immediately vanish. Right. Well, they're certainly going to run over and grab it, so yeah. reaction window will be somewhat limited. Yeah. 
I have a flask. We make all this oil. plan, but we know once we go in there, we're going to step on the floorboard and four of them are going to rush me. So let's listen. Get the show on the road and see what happens. Hang on. The it's going to work. Should stay back. Use ranged attacks. Absolutely. Oh, and if it's Is really anywhere, necessary. Um, so I'm looking around and looking if there's anywhere like high up we can get to, like a little bit of elevation and stuff for see the entrance. Hmm. Not really that it's going to allow you to do anything to to fire into the entrance because it's a dwarven entrance, so it's five foot high. Oh, yeah. um, also, you've got a lot of people on the street that you would have mm. to contend with. Um, probably get away with fighting in this place and a little bit maybe out on the street, but fighting in the middle of the street is going to draw some extra unwanted attention probably. What were you saying, Will? I've lost my train of thought. I was saying that we can make all these plans, but once we go in there, it may change dramatically, so we should... Yeah. Oh, I do remember. If we can't catch them off guard and just have Merlin hit them really hard, if they try to rush around me, turn the lights out again. I don't suspect they're going to be able to deal with it. Okay, um, one second. In that case, I pick up a, like a stone off the ground and hand it to Will. The little pebble. I'll cast it on that. It'll be with you, wherever you go. Excellent. Alright. Tell me. And I will... <laughs> I'll motion to the door, but I'm not going first because I know I'm the loudest. <laughs> I'll kind of like gesture to fire to like yeah. check the door for pressure plates and traps and all that. Fire can give me uh, an investigation check. We're good to go. Um, <laughs> can I creep behind and detect magic? Oh yes, you're also detecting magic, so you can uh, give me that check also oh actually it would just be that you're casting the spell wouldn't it it's not i'm waiting for an arcana check yeah um okay let's see here so um take magic within 30 feet of you you know what i'm gonna do for you here's what we're gonna what? do i'm gonna bring you over to this map okay Yay. so yeah Fire. In fact, yeah, fire. You walk up to the door and you check it around. It is, as the thing said, it is unlocked. Um, and you look in and you can see that there are multiple doors. Now, obviously, we can see what's in these doors. Um, uh, but you can see straight through to a set of barrels. Um, you creak the door open. There doesn't appear to be any... Um, dwarves in here but you can see straight through to these barrels one of them very obviously glowing green with an enchantment on the top of it um there are one two three four five other doors here um but you see no dwarves the dwarves could be behind any of these doors it's kind of hard to make out right now um merlin wanders up behind you and begins incanting um and the group of you can get close enough to this door that you can take a look in um 
doesn't appear to be any dwarves in here, but again, there are all these these uh, doors ahead of you that are closed. Merlin, you cast a spell, um, and within 30 feet of, let's just say, the doorway here, that's about here, um, the doorway itself, no magic whatsoever. These are dwarves. If anything, there'd be a mechanical trap, but fire, you're pretty sure there isn't one. Did Muppet say that they would be at the bar right now? I don't remember what time he said. He said like, oh, you'll find them. He said you might find them at the Tusk or at, uh, the Tusk is the name of the bar, but the, uh, or at their hideout, which was here. Oh, okay. So it's not like a schedule thing. It's just, um, I'll just whisper to fix. Uh, I don't see anyone. Do you want to, do you have an illusion that can make noise? Do you want to try that on the barrel? Mm -hmm. Now, why don't I mean we could just sneak in and try to find our things, but I don't see anyone. I can make noise, but I need to be much closer to do it. Let's get inside, else we'll be spotted from the street out here. Feel free to position yourselves anywhere outside. If you move in, you have to make me stealth checks. Yeah, I'll I'll step into the door. Just listen. They were a rowdy bunch. They're probably making noise through one of those doors. I am invisible. You move in. You can give me a perception check if you'd like to see if you can determine if you can hear any of them now that you're inside. The sounds of the street dull a little more as you manage to get the walls around you. On a 19. Um, dead ahead of you, there's a door right next to that barrel that is uh, with the green on it. Um, and you can hear two dwarves having a conversation in there. Um, it's in Dwarvish, um, but you can hear the two of them just having this kind of conversation. Um, you get the sense that there's at least two of them in there. Um, uh, what did I write? Hold on. Oh, you can also hear on a 19 some snoring coming from mm. in this room. Okay. I will pop my head out to the group, unless they're coming in. I don't know if they were coming in or not. I'd well, send Vita in. Uh, and Vita can just move around, that's a good point. Yeah. Yep. I always forget how annoying warlocks are. I, know, but I don't like being annoying <laughs> by like being like, Vita will check everything no, before yeah, we go no, in. The, that's <laughs> what it is. That's so what is the Vita point. play the game for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like doing that. So. That's the point of having them. Mm. Um, Vita in Ash form. Uh, give me a perception check and... Yeah. Twelve. All right, how invasive are you being? Is he just going in, going through keyholes and wandering yeah, around? Yeah, going through keyholes, just like, you know, dipping its head in, seeing how many people. Room just... to room? Yeah, I think so. All right. Put him in the first room that you send him in. Uh, let's go to the kitchen. Oh. Yeah, you move through a keyhole, and yes, what you see is kind of a, uh, a room where they would prepare food. There are a few barrels. There's a bunch of... Um, crates uh of uh varying foods and things again it's kind of hard to tell when you're vita uh what's what um but uh yeah for the most part it just seems to be stuff um no dwarf in there 
Alright, on to the next room. Alright, roll me a stealth check. Because you guys okay, in this one. Oh. What is stealth again? Sorry, it's not got stealth on the sheet. Uh, dex. Dex. For a bit of 16. 20. Hey. Oof. Vita sort of moves into this room, and you can see if you're doing the warging thing here that yeah. um, the uh, you recognize the eldest of the um, dwarves with his back to you. He seems to be writing things into a book. Uh, you can hear the scratching softly of a pen um, writing against this this paper um, and uh, mumbling under his breath in dwarvish every now and then i'm murmuring to the rest of them uh, a brief description of, of what the place looks like and what i see um as i look through vita's eyes and move on to the next room yeah in this room you do see two dwarves sitting there tankards uh um holding two tankards and and discussing with each other roll me another um dexterity check got to be a six <laughs> yeah these guys are a little uh drunk again the sounds of dwarvish um uh rolling through vita's um strange ear hole things whatever he uses to hear um but um yeah two dwarves in here sitting and having a drink one of them um sitting in front of an empty plate of food Okay, yeah, and then uh, check the last, or oh, second to last room. Yeah, roll me a stealth check. Yeah, let's <laughs> just probably just do it automatically. Oh. A three. <laughs> Luckily, there's nothing in here, but what you do see is all of your stuff and a bunch of other things as well. This is the storeroom. You can definitely make out certain items. The, uh, the staffs um, that Merlin had, for example, uh, are in here. Uh, they seem to have just been kind of thrown down, almost as if they were carried uh straight here thrown into this room um and then uh left okay all right finally a sleeping room yeah um one sleeping dwarf no need for a stealth check because he is very asleep the sounds of a sleeping dwarf do i see his weapons or anything around uh, next to his bed, you can see a battle axe uh, underneath the bed, just poking out. You can see the edge of a crossbow. Okay. All right. Yep, I relay that to everyone. All of our things are second room to the left. So two of them in front, one left and one right. Right. One left is sleeping. The one right seems to be their leader. All right, then. As the two of them come out of that mess hall area as soon as they get nearby that barrel Merlin set it off on them got it do you need to be close to Merlin or are you can you do it from uh, the doorway hmm. did it say you could hit it with an arrow yeah, yeah oh a true. flaming arrow is that a flaming arrow and I'm not sure if you have one nope I could just light something. Well, if Merlin can do it, then we'll, well just do I was that. thinking that it, it might be overkill, but I was thinking Merlin chucks a fireball. They're going to get hit by the oh, fireball. I, I, and can, the I can cover is... the distance. I don't want to burn our stuff on accident. 
Yeah, does the place look flammable, Brad? <laughs> hmm. Um. Or is it mostly dirt and stone? It's mostly dirt and stone, but obviously the stuff is flammable. The doors are made out of wood, the tables and chairs and the other barrels that are in the front here. There's not really much in this central room apart from those barrels, which you would suspect from looking at them are probably mead or ale. I could, alternatively. I could sneak into that room with the one dwarf and slit his throat. They had the option to kill us back in Kira, and they didn't. So let's not become the murderers ourselves here. We're here to retrieve our belongings and nothing more. Although okay. perhaps beating a little respect into these guys is not out of the question either. Mm. So beating is fine, but okay. Yeah. I could choke so, now. Non-lethal? Is exploding the barrel going to be non-lethal? Oh, I'm recall, not sure. Recall that... Recall that you caught one in the face with quite a big fire spell back in Kira, and he didn't even go down. Yeah. So these guys are quite durable. I'm not really worried about. Yeah, the he was, he was on fire. He was. The, he should have been burned to a crisp. Right. That was. That was no small hit you hit him with, and he took it in stride. So these guys mm -hmm. are quite tough. I'm not really worried about accidentally hitting them too hard. Right. We incapacitate them, take our things, and just leave straight away. That is the plan. Do we leave a message, maybe? Oh, I'm 100% going to have a word with them on the way out. We could be dramatic about it, maybe. You know, let the lights flicker and... You can make your I voice really a... thunderous for a while if you Ooh, want to be yeah. extra intimidating. Mm -hmm. I do love a little drama. Yeah. Alright, let's get this party started. Behind you, there's a... Uh, a noise. There are two town guards that are moving past on the road behind where you are. You guys are kind of like standing around at the front of the door. <laughs> I don't know if you look necessarily suspicious or anything like that, but you're kind of standing around. The two guards walk along. One of them, a halfling, nudges at the other human guard and they look over to you. Um, they don't approach you or anything, but they're, they're looking over there for a moment. You see them exchange words. And then the halfling waves over to the group of you by the door. I, I'm, I'm just going to wave back and then make like a punching motion and point inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Right. I'm inside. So I yeah, you're inside. You can't be seen. It's just uh, yeah. Merlin, Fix, and Will out the front. So I'm like, they're fine. Everything's okay. The halfling I'm turns gonna, to the human and they discuss something I'm and then the halfling gonna sigh and walk towards them waves you over will i'm gonna stride towards them mm. i pull merlin over to the side of the doorway so he can't be seen from the doorway gentlemen the halfling looks up at you and says what are you doing then these guys caught us unawares on the road and took our belongings we're here to take it back how'd you know that how do i know what how do you know it was them? How do I know who it was that beat us up and took our stuff? Yeah, how'd you find them? Wasn't too hard. They came straight here. Yeah, where'd you get those, uh... Where's yours there? That shield? From my army days. Where'd you get yours? Hmm. Where'd you serve? 
I served under Sir Talzin Free, Second Infantry. I was at Sorrow Creek. Pointless war. The Thompson Rebellion. Human uh, taps the, the halfling on the shoulder and says, Yeah, I was at Sorrow Creek. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, right, well. Were you? <laughs> Can I insight check that? Because <laughs> yeah, I know that survivors of Sorrow Creek. I know survivors of Sorrow Creek are kind of rare, so him claiming to be there too is an odd one. He 22. seems to be telling the truth. He says... And I'll just look yeah. at him then. Yeah. Right. Well. Spilling blood is, uh... <coughs> it's gonna cost you. Fair enough. What's it gonna cost? Well, how many of them in there? Probably four. Hmm. The halfling looks up and says, hey, "What about Greg?" Yeah, well, it's not great for us if you uh, walk into town and kick up a fuss like that. You understand? And uh, especially with them lot, they're rowdy. We like to keep them calm, and there's only four of them. That means the rest will be coming back soon enough. And if the place is full of uh, butchered dwarves, then we're going to get an earful. We've, we've no intention of actually killing any of them. We just want to get our stuff back. Well, if they want to fight to the death over it for some odd reason, then so be it. I, I thought I had a mind to come and ask you for assistance and the town guard, but this seemed a bit... Beneath your notice, out of your jurisdiction, what have you, I didn't want to trouble. Since we're more than capable of taking it back ourselves. Yeah, no. Can I? That is a personal grievance. That is not a part of our duties, you understand? Can That's I hear this conversation at all? Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. I think they're speaking in quite hushed tones. 20. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping my voice down, and a fire's already inside. Yeah, okay. I, unless she's Fire's got, got big elven hearing. ears, though. So okay. Maybe I, I she think, can hear it then. I think this is this is a conversation that, like, most people wandering by are not really listening to. But Fire, you pick up bits and pieces of it. You're able to focus your hearing as an elf. The, I would um, like to crack the door open and just... I have four gold in my pocket, and I just put it in my hand, and I'm just... I'm holding my hand out the door with the gold. Just going, give it to him. Get Merlin. The guards say Someone. to you, Will, while this is happening in the background. Yeah, well, uh, things seem to get messy with the Reavers, you understand? So, uh, you say you're going to just pop in there and, what, ask them nicely? Oh, no. I'm going to return the thrashing they gave us. But I'll stay my hand from actually taking their lives. The halfling says, I'd fucking take their lives if I was you. Yeah, well, all right. You, um... Hold on. Hold that thought. How much trouble do these guys create for you? And are they known for just rampant banditry and murder? Yeah, of all the people in town, and I'm telling you this only because you're a brother, you understand? They're, uh... Their contribution is not great so i have a couple of them go missing and they want us to uh 
look into it, maybe it costs them a bit more than usual. Right. Has no one put bounties on their head for all the trouble that they've kicked up? Is there some reason you don't just haul them off to prison? There's yeah. certainly more of you than there is of them. There's quite a few friends of the Reavers in town. A few more that like to uh, hire them to do things, so... Honestly, they do quite a good job when they're hired to go hunting and tracking of the monsters and the beasts nearby, so... It's a bit of a symbiotic relationship, but frankly, I think old Greg's a cunt, so... Right. So, you tell me then. Would, would you prefer it they were never heard from again? I'm saying this. You pop in there. You make a mess. Depending on the mess. Depends on how bothered I am, whether they're missing their heads or not. And then perhaps once you get your things back, I'll come over and have a little whisper in your ear again. How's that sound? I'll tell you, how about this? Why don't you um, stay somewhat generally nearby and I'm going to look for evidence of wrongdoing. And I'll uh, bring you any evidence that I find. You can go over it. How about that? Yeah, it might can work. I, can, I, can, I, can I make a persuasion roll on this guy? <laughs> you can make a persuasion roll, sure. A, 20, a 23. Um, basically, I'm telling him I'm going to like steal their gold and hand it over to the guards. So he's, I think he can probably tell that. He's sort of already on side. I think you get the sense more that the two guards here are... Uh, are on your side but not willing to make it look like they are in the middle of the street here the um the halfling says we're gonna go and stand over there okay sir and then when when you're done with your business maybe we'll come and have a word with you and then the uh the human says yeah the name's hartford this is Joza. and any evidence you bring us of wrongdoing, we'll send it up the chain. I'm sure Commander Steeler will be very happy for your assistance. How, do, how is Steeler's uh, relation with these guys? Do they get along? Oh, he hates them. Perfect. See you gents in a moment. <laughs> then I'm going to start walking As away. you're walking away, you like, hear the halfling say, Steeler hates me as well, though. So. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Was a uh, as, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm walking back up, I'm going to quickly say we need to do this quickly. There's more of these dwarves on their way back. And and at that point, I'm just going to right. motion like I'm walking in because we can't wait any longer. I will fire um, holding the cold. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll start walking in slowly. I'm not rushing in because I don't want to make too much noise. I'm not sure if... Uh, not sure how quietly I can do that. Is this is this like an elevated ring around the room? Uh, yeah, but it's it it doesn't really give you. So here it would be elevated to shoot inwards, but um, this were is the um, the almost pillbox element where you can look out uh, onto the street. It is blocked entirely for um, access into this bit, but it is an, a raised area that you could stand up here. So it's basically just a in. giant So it's like a giant hamster wheel circle You just go all the way around and end up where you started yep. But you could shoot down from the top of the stairs If you barred this door It would be a really good defended position 
outwards to an attacking force coming inwards but in this situation i don't think this ring would help you too much unless you wanted an elevated position here gotcha okay yeah i'll just walk in and i'll kind of like point to the still like i'll look back to fix and merlin and then just kind of gesture towards the stairs like you two should be over here as i walk in um i need to be closer to do an illusion position yourselves where you want but give me stealth checks Mm. For now, we're if, gonna I, put Merlin... if I stay back over here near the entrance, would I still could still need to make stealth check, or is even entering the building too close? Entering the building, it's real quiet in here. Um, what I'd like to do the is muffled go into the murmurs, kitchen. the muffled murmurs of the uh, the dwarves that are up there. So, on your stealth on a natural twenty-one, you absolutely can. Right. Yeah, I stealth into the kitchen and wait by the door so I can cast an illusion. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I will. I will wait and. Like, let Merlin scurry into position first, because I know he's quieter than me. And then I will move to, like, over here. I'll duck around this corner so they don't immediately see me when they walk out. Okay. Give me your stealth check. I'm waiting for Merlin. You can't do that, that because Merlin isn't here. <laughs> Merlin gets oh, wait, all, all, automatic. Because <laughs> uh, Disby isn't here. Merlin just automatically oh, I, is I attached not, to... I didn't notice Disby had dropped from the call. <laughs> Okay, well, like, Merlin, right, then I guess Merlin, Merlin's next. just staring I, blankly. I just, I wanted to wait for uh, Merlin to get in position <laughs> first. Merlin, I know yeah. Merlin's in position. Merlin's in position. Okay. All right. Here's me to blow it. <laughs> How do you make a decent amount of noise? I think once everybody else is in position, I just pull the door shut behind me of the place. <laughs> yes. You hear the door slam closed. From further within, um, you hear the two that are drinking uh, continue talking. You hear the one that is snoring, snoring. Um, but you hear the dwarf that is uh, in the room that is writing on the right-hand side say, Who's that? Bastard, who's that? And you hear a grumbling. You hear his door. Um, it, it was locked, uh, but you can hear a key turning at the door that the dwarf um who uh we would recognize as the elder the one that started all of this with you in the first place back in kira um is, turns is fire staying right here in the open <laughs> just out of curiosity well i didn't i was gonna ask will um if we were if i should just shoot if i see one or if i should just stay hidden uh, and then do whichever is she like somehow hidden or stealth like right there in the open no no, I would. I had. I had wanted. This is a rewind time. Before yeah, you walked in, what, yeah. what were your orders okay. for fire? Yeah. Uh, um, I, w I would have like gestured to the like top of the stairs here. Like you two, just okay. get up here behind me in a choke point. Yeah, we'll say Merlin's up there too. You two are up there, there kind of hidden. There is um, mm -hmm. uh, this is actually only about six foot up because this is a low squat building, and the ceiling yeah. in here is only six foot up as well. So if you're six foot or taller or whatever you're probably having to duck in certain places um in here it is not though it, it's a little taller in here but up at this top bit here you're having to duck down a little bit there's just enough of a um uh what is it called a banister almost but it's stone built um for you to use um partially as cover as well um but you also have a little bit of a vantage point to fire down as long as you have the uh the ability to see into this room um we see you kind of sit up against this thing crouch down behind it pull out the 
bow and arrow. Merlin begins to like rub his hands together, fixes behind the door, very like 007 kind of spy style hands waiting. Um, Vita floating and bobbing around in the air beside you. Uh, and Will standing menacingly in his um, in his uh, huge armor as the um, key turns in the lock and the door opens. Uh, and that is where we're going to end the session today. I don't know if we can even do this. Uh, we wouldn't have been able to do this battle either way, but we did lose a Disby because she's off. She's having to deal with something in her house at the moment. So uh, that's where we're going to end the sesh. Good that's sesh. That's so perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah, a good setup. I kind of wanted you guys to do that as well. I'm glad that you were able to... Um, uh, prepare. Okay. It's like the end of some spy show where they yeah. have like sniper crosshairs on someone and then you just hear yes. the trigger pull and the episode ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is like so what I wanted to happen here. I was hoping that you'd get in and um, maneuver around it. I didn't know if you were just going to be like fireball the door and just like, <laughs> like, you know, just like absolutely. Like, tempting. Yeah, I, you, I, there was, there was, it was always going to be in your favor to a degree, but um like charging in would have been one thing because they'd be like pulling their pants up and like running out of the door you know kind of like trying to figure out what's going on um also i did wonder whether you were going to try and get in and just kill each one individually fire and just yeah i was wondering that that was uh, my plan before we all decided on fire. A plan. Yeah, it wouldn't have been <laughs> as easy as that yeah sorry fire assassinating each one of them would have been really cool but i feel like they had a chance to murder us and didn't so i like at least yeah. from will's perspective Murder isn't justified here. Counter robbing. Um, <laughs> Counter robbing, a hundred percent justified. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yes. So, um, we will see how this goes down in terms of the actual initiative order, which will be one of the first things that happens next week. Whether you're able to draw them over to that barrel, um, and uh, what happens in a much more fair fight between you and these guys again you've already dealt with them once these four reavers they are not uh they're not they're not easy to kill so i think it should be interesting to see but you certainly have to jump on them you have a couple of advantages this time and you at least have spells and shit so we'll see <laughs> works out and more than four hp uh, and more Yay! than one hp each um so tune in next time for uh, the conclusion of how they deal with this and also what they do in Dandelo, whether they go into the mines or go over and go and speak to this elder in town who I uh, will remember I wanted to give you the name of. Um, but uh, until next week, we'll do a quick round of shout outs to see who's who and who's where. Disby had to step away, so I'll do Disby's shout out. Go and follow Disby Arix on the Twitches and everything else. Um, RP streams and rp streams and then some horror and then more rp streams every day 24 7 it's twitch.tv forward slash disby arix who plays merlin on the show and uh, please go and support disby but you could also if you'd like to go and support leviathan where can people find you leviathan you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash leah also doing a lot of rp terrifyingly <laughs> but a different kind red dead rp cowboys um yeah good sesh good sesh that's it okay then what about you brian hi you can find me at brutal brie everywhere 
and I will be returning to streaming on Monday at no. 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's, no. That's right. Ooh. That's right. Your mortal enemy is back on it, baby. Oh. And I'm probably going to be doing Red Dead RP because <laughs> yeah. I'm also on that train right now. Yeah, boy. With Cooter O'Doul. Cooter. <laughs> um, all right. What about you, Fairlight? What are you doing? Uh, hello. I'm Jesse, a.k.a. Fairlight underscore Excalibur on Twitch, and you can find me currently toppling empires most nights. I've been playing a lot of Age of Empires 4, uh, bits of New World here and there, and waiting for the next game to roll out. Uh, unfortunately, th this is all the RP I get during the week, so <laughs> I got to save it all for Mistlight. Maybe I'll start doing GTA or Red Dead again some one of these days, but for the time being... Red we all overdose on RP. <laughs> so much RP throughout the week. I, yeah. I, I did a, like a year and a half of GTA. I've, I've, yeah. I've been there with the overdose. Um. Also, um, also, Brad, I, hmm. I love the option to like scout out and get everything ready, and then knowing full well that the second I walk in the door and the element of surprise is gone. Yeah. <laughs> It's the, the, that's like, the trade-off, right? Of being a big, heavily armored paladin sometimes. You I'm got, doing a uh, dex paladin next time. Yeah. <laughs> still, the, um, still dex paladin. The, uh, yeah, when I was setting it up, I was like, it's probably going to be quite easy for um, Fire to scout this out. Um, on, uh, like, on, on uh, think, a 10, you would have heard the two in the kitchen. On a 15, you hear the snoring, and on a 20, you can hear the scratching of the paper, so you'll be able to identify where all four of them are, and that was kind of all I really put down, because I was like, other than that, whatever. Um, and uh, then it was a matter of, yeah, how you wanted to approach it, and whether you wanted to get in place. I wasn't, I really wasn't sure how you were going to do it. I figured that there would be multiple ways that you might want to do it. Um, so, uh, yeah, this was kind of how I expected it to go, and I'm glad it did. Um, but we'll see how it actually works out next week once the uh, combat element comes up and how they react to you and things. Um, bunch of uh, racist dwarfs. How are they going to react? I'm sure pleasantly. Um, <laughs> if you want to see more shows here on Table Story, we have shows uh, throughout the week. Tomorrow we have Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, another D&D show if you want to watch that. On Sundays at the moment, we have a Vampire the Masquerade campaign on tuesday i believe is the witchcraft and wizardry harry potter um uh, year finale i was gonna say season but it's like they do years they do school years in that show uh wednesdays we have spellwind a new DD show brought to you by mythomatic and uh that's it i'm playing um rimworld tomorrow i'm starting a new rimworld playthrough that won my game vote that i did if you like rimworld i'll be playing that for a little bit i'll either be playing it for one day or six months who knows we've been well um, but i just six months, six months, six i just click <laughs> I click commitment mode on and see where it goes see if i can do it um so that starts tomorrow my stream make sure you go and follow all of these people join our discord if you want to jump into the theory crafting that happens every week and uh i'm gonna go and lay face down in the grass until tomorrow because dming is hard see you next week thanks for playing players and thanks for watching everybody see you next time bye